Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I am in studio with Bubba Jenkins, Bellator stud, NCAA champion, junior world champion. Don't forget. As well as Tyler Bowe, who just had a baby. Well, his wife had a baby. Uh, Funny comedian, headlining dude. See him everywhere. Before we get started, football fans, the season has only just begun, but it already feels like the playoffs at DraftKings.com, America's favorite one-week fantasy football site. We're millionaires of being crowned all season long. One-week fantasy at DraftKings means no season-long commitments. It's fantasy football on demand. Play where you want, when you want, with the players you want. And with a million bucks up for grabs every week, every game is the big game and every play matters. So first and 10 in the first quarter feels like fourth and goal, with one second left. And a long touchdown run can mean more than just a victory for your favorite team. It could mean you just turn your love of football into a million-dollar payday. This is not fantasy as usual. This is DraftKings. Welcome to the big time. So, hurry to DraftKings.com now and use promo code ROASTED to play for free for a shot at $1 million in this week's Millionaire Maker event. Enter ROASTED for free entry now, only at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com, that's DraftKings.com. Also, I know we've been talking about driving with Uber a bunch recently, but I really cannot stress enough how great of an opportunity this is. If you're stuck in a nine to five, if you're looking for a job in between your school schedule, or if you just like to make some extra cash, driving with Uber is for you. If you have a car and a license, you are ready to start making thousands of dollars every month. And when you drive with Uber, you are your own boss. That means you decide who to pick up, where to drive, and when to work. So your riders are waiting. The Uber smartphone app connects you with friendly riders who need a reliable way from A to B. The fare is automatically charged to their credit card. No cash, no hassle. What are you waiting for? Start driving with Uber today. Start making money today. That's drivewithuber.com. That's drivewithuber.com. Drivewithuber.com. Also, tip a fighter. Guys, girls, I cannot tell you how great of an opportunity this is. Okay, fighters are now getting paid more because of us. We are tipping fighters for their performance. You tip a cab driver. You tip a waitress. You've tipped strippers before. You've tipped all kinds of people. Well, guess what? It's time to tip the men and women who go in there in that octagon or decagon or cage or ring every single night. Well, not every night, but when they're fighting and they... Bust her ass for us. I'm telling you, this girl, Andrea Lee, okay, one last week at Invicta, I texted her, how to go with Tip a Fighter? She said, very well, actually. She's still getting paid all week long. 
fighters. There is no reason you should not sign up with Tip of Fighter. You're gonna, you're there anyway. Why not make an extra, however much money you can make? Okay, it probably maybe it's more than you're actually getting paid for the fight. Trust me on this. Tip of Fighter. Bubba Jenkins would not lead you astray. So go to tipoffighter.com at tipoffighter. Also, I am drinking the most delicious coffee right now, Camara Coffee. It is premium. High-altitude coffee sourced from the Dominican Republic infused with high-quality nootropics, which are brain vitamins. I'm telling you, this coffee is sourced from a private single estate established in 1943 in the Dominican Republic. And it has nootropics. What are nootropics, okay? They are have been found to help counteractive cognitive impairments such as Alzheimer's, brain injuries, dementia, and Parkinson's. If you want to increase your focus, nourish your brain, and reap the proven health benefits of coffee all in a delicious artisan package, Camara Coffee is for you. They help, uh, nootropics helps with things such as enhanced focus, mood, reaction time, increased natural metabolism, fatigue reduction, and cardiovascular support. So become the legend. CamaraCoffee.com, that's K-I-M-E-R-A-K-O-F-F-E-E.com. Use promo code MMA Roasted. And finally, I got to give a shout out to my boy, Sean, from American Icon Autographs, one of the best guys in the business. They have the best sports and celebrity memorabilia and events. Sign collectibles from the UFC, WWE, baseball, football, movies, and everything else in between. Their past signings have included Mike Tyson, Shishin Chong, Hendo, Hulk Hogan, Burt Reynolds, John Wooden, Marcus Allen, and more. Go to AIASE.com and decorate your man cave. What's going on, Bubba? Tyler, how are you? Another exhausted. day, another dollar, man. Yes. I'm pretty sure Bo's exhausted. He's, he's just got a brand new baby. So Yeah, so Tyler, congratulations. Your Thank wife you. just gave birth? She did uh, a week ago, last week. I was. Uh, that's why I missed a couple uh, podcasts, but uh, the baby's healthy. It's a girl. We nice. didn't know. We were waiting to be surprised, so it was it was a very exciting surprise. We got a girl and a boy now. Do you think and, maybe uh, it's a guy with a really small penis uh, first or no? You know, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> yeah, there's enough of those in this yeah, family to like begin me when I came out. <laughs> no, uh, I, uh, she's a beautiful girl. Uh, baby's doing good. What's her name? Uh, Clara. 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 Nice. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So. Now, so she's been keeping you up every night. She's been up, but that's that's how babies are. You expect it. So I'm running on a lot of coffee and uh, energy drinks right now, but I'm feeling pretty good. You're not just like shut up. You know? No, man. <laughs> she's she's the sweetest. She's she's eating good and she's sleeping good. Uh, good you for know, you, man. So. That's that's badass. You're a great father. I met your other baby. You have the cutest baby ever. Your other baby is adorable, uh, and uh, you're a great father. And it's great that he has a little sister now. Yeah, man. We got a couple of replacements, so I think we're gonna be done with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but I'm I'm. Stoked to get back uh, in the in the studio with you guys and um, get back out doing gigs and stuff. I got a couple of shows at the Ha Ha this weekend. So nice. Back to the grind, man. By the way, Bubba Jenkins yesterday informed me he started cutting weight yesterday. Yeah, man. How's that going? It's going good, man. We uh, tonight is my last like you know we're going out to Cheesecake Factory. Me and my wife. It's, it's, we usually have like a little date night thing kind of right before I start cutting weight. And I know people are like, well, the fight's three months away, <laughs> but I'm three months away bigger than I should be. <laughs> So, what, what do you weigh now? I'm about 75, 70. Yeah, you got to 45. Yes, sir. So you got to cut 30 pounds yes, sir. in three months. Ah, man. 
Easy work, light work. Really? I, I want to, yeah, absolutely. But I want to do it right, you know, do the whole dieting thing and not crash it. You know, I want to be in, in tip top prime shape. Probably about three weeks outside the fight, I want to be around 10 pounds overweight. Gotcha. Easy, easy bread. So nice. We're going to work to get there. And, you know, it's cool. Actually, on another note, I did see your wrestling uh, on, oh, on nice. my phone. I, I watched it. Oh, and I, I, I actually sent him my wrestling highlight film from high school. Oh, oh shit. Oh, I didn't get one either. And what did you think? I thought it was good, man. Uh, more my, once I got it on my phone, I don't know what was wrong with my phone. Like, it, it kind of pulled up and was like, you, you pulled this shit up, so you're going to watch it because I couldn't get it off. Yeah, Someone yeah. called me. <laughs> Someone called me and I couldn't like exit out and and I, your your film kept playing but it was good man I was happy to watch you know old school old school Adam sweeping the shit out of people are you a lefty <laughs> no I'm a righty but I would always like switch you, you swept left side yeah. had some good cradles in there I mean I was, I was a fan of old school Adam Hunter, nice so. oh thank you man that means a lot to have a division Headgear. one national champion headgear was a little oh. whack swag was a little <laughs> off but you know swag. do you think do you think he could have got you down with that move hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I would have got destroyed. Hell no. I would have seen that shit coming from a mile away. <laughs> it, it was surprising me how, you know, how, he was good technique, but just it, it was a little bit slower. You know, to yeah, me, yeah. it was like, yeah, I guess in 1996. Maybe the video was just buffering. I guess, I guess. <laughs> Maybe the video was just buffering or something like that. Cause <laughs> wait, wait, what was slower? The people's reaction time or? The people's reaction time and your setup to a shot. But I'm, I'm, I'm talking about like as a cr critic, like, oh, look at this, look at that. That was also but, high school. But yeah, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, good stuff, man. I uh, saw a couple finals matches in there. You yeah. beat, beat some people up. Oh, thanks, man. Good music with it. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> check check out Adam Hunter's highlight wrestler. Clip. I, I cool. actually showed my team that one time, and one of the kids started rooting for the opponent. <laughs> I, was, I was so, I was so, I was so. But thanks for actually. I'm telling him about this, and then you're showing baby pictures. Like nothing could be more distracting than your baby. Thank you, Tyler. I appreciate. That. Oh, Adam's old wrestling career, baby pictures. Yes, I appreciate that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm playing playing proud daddy over here. No, Marina just walked in. That so. is awesome. So, Marina, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. What's I'm going tired. on with you? I'm I'm just tired. I've been working at like six o'clock in the morning every the last like four days. What have you been doing? Um, since last week, just therapy. You said you're working out at six o'clock in the morning. You're doing like mid. So can you? Work no, out yet working at six. Oh, working. Yeah, at 6 working at six o'clock in the morning. Wow. Yeah. yeah, you look a little tired. I'm a little tired. You're still tired. beautiful. Thank just you. a little tired. I'm, I'm a little tired. Nice. She's wearing the sickest shirt I've seen in this room. Smoking Joe Frazier. Yeah. Yes, like the Hellraiser. Got the Muhammad Ali Ali Frazier. Roots of Fight. I'm sure. Yeah. They like, they just, they. It looked like it used to be a poster. Now it's a shirt. No, it's definitely a shirt now. <laughs> Roots of Fight gave me all this free stuff. And, and I, like they, they were like a Coke dealer. They gave me all this free stuff at the beginning. And then all of a sudden they blew up. I go, hey, can I get some more stuff? They're like, oh, you get the family and friends discount. I was like, oh, fuck. Like they got me hooked. They got, the, you know, they got, but they gave, but then I don't know, whatever. Uh, but thank you, Roots of Fight, for the jacked, initial. Jacked up. Though. Always, always. Jacked up. I know. I'm, I'm, I sound very spoiled. No, so anyway. Uh, changed it. It's like what we talked about. Don't change. You're going to give me free stuff in the beginning. Now you're all big. There's even more right to give me free stuff. Right. In the beginning, you didn't really have free stuff to give me and you gave. Now, exactly. Now you got a little bread. You got a little fan or two. Twitter's popping and you don't want to give me no free shit. Yeah. That's messed up, man. I, I agree. What's Glad. up on a sponsorship? What? What's up on a sponsorship? They, you, you could give them a shout outs on the podcast and... Uh, I don't, I'm not going to beg for free stuff, you know? I was, <laughs> but uh, Marina... But what you do is say, hey, Roots of Fight. I know you have really nice stuff, and I hope it fits the same way as it did before <laughs> than it does now. But I would like to test it out. Is that, is that hey, how you do it? I mean, 
Hmm. Now you Marina, just say you just say shouts out to Roots of Fight for supporting me last time. Yeah, Roots of Fight. Needs roots needs of Fight. Hashtag Roots of Fight. Hashtag Adam needs new clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not talking about begging. I'm talking about them be a sponsor like some of the other sponsors. And then uh, yeah, know. well, I mean, I, I try not to, but it's uh, a long story. Anyway, Marina. <laughs> so I saw on TV uh, Ellen DeGeneres. Mm-hmm. Rhonda was on Ellen. Yes. And then Rhonda and Ellen said, Rhonda, jealousy. Why are we best friends? Why are you best friends with Marina? Like Ellen. Shouted you out, mm-hmm. said that she wanted to be best friends with Rhonda, and was upset that she's why is Marina she your best friend? Still your spot. What did Rhonda say? I, I I didn't hear her her, her response. But I just saw the, the article about it. Oh. So wh- what happened? What's going on? Are you and Ellen going to fight over Rhonda's attention? What, what is this? I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. I, f- I hope like the most that we fight is like a fucking thumb war. <laughs> you could have a dance off. <laughs> but um, no, uh, that was cool. I didn't know about that. You didn't know That's about cool. that? No, I didn't know about that. Were you? Were you? I've to... been up at like six o'clock in the morning for the last four fucking days. So the last Ellen, thing. You didn't know Ellen DeGeneres shouted you out? I didn't know. Ellen, I know Rhonda was on Ellen, and I saw a few clips of it, but I did not know that. Ellen, Ellen okay, here, Ellen, why am I not Rhonda's best friend? Okay, that's the t- title of the article on the underground. Interesting. And she says, "How come I'm not your best friend? Why is Serena your best friend? Oh, Serena." It's not even Marina. Who's Serena? I don't know who Serena is. Oh. She probably meant Marina. I, I yeah, I, th- but I actually all that talk it. about Marina wanting to eat Serena's booty hole. <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, by the way, some of those memes are great. Oh, hilarious. Yeah, I saw that. I must have missed some fun talk. You did miss some <laughs> fun So talk. Marina Shafir said that she finds Serena Williams very hot. And uh and then she's got an amazing I've... ass. So I said, Would you eat it? She goes, Maybe. Probably. Pr- probably. Probably. Wow. <laughs> you probably would eat her ass. Eat the booty like yeah, groceries. Yeah. <laughs> eat the booty But like, like she doesn't groceries. swing that way and I got stuff going on so it's probably just not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. You see very disappointed One could hope. Right? One, one could hope. So, you know, Serena Williams, you know. <laughs> yes. She's, wow. Would a you, human would you in a lifetime. Uh, I, I would uh, I would not. You would not. Why? You're racist? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> not really into eating the booty like groceries. No. And you? No, sir. You know, uh, I, I, I don't go that back there. You've never no. eaten a butt before? No, I've never eaten a butt before. I've no. only eaten Asian butt. No, if warm, somebody's an Asian butt, it sounds moist. Moist butt is not in my, my, my appetite. <laughs> So, <laughs> unfortunately, I'm cutting weight, so it kind of helps. You know. <laughs> that's 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 on your cheat day, <laughs> right? Gotcha, gotcha. Now, uh, so I'm going to Canada tomorrow. I'm excited about Canada. I'm doing the the mall. It's this, it's the house of comedy. Uh, I've always had good times there. It's hard though, like having like I'm in a committed relationship now because mm-hmm. the last time I was there, I met this great girl with like blue hair and tatted up. She's just as hot like rocker chick. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the time before that, uh, well, I brought my girlfriend at the time for that. We got into an epic fight because she <laughs> drank way too much alcohol. She had, she had an alcohol issue, and we got into an, an argument <laughs> in the condo in Canada, right? And she's like, she's like, I'm going home. I'm walking home. <laughs> I'm like, you're gonna walk back to the U S. from Canada. She's drunk. She's like, yes. So then she, I'm like, bye. So then she like, bye, Felicia. She, she, <laughs> she walks out. She honestly opens the door, walks out, and I'm like, this chick's crazy. Like, yeah. I'm gonna sober up in two miles. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so she's really gonna walk to the U.S. from Edmonton, right? So then, then like ten minutes later, I get the knock on the door. You were gonna let me freeze to death. I was like, yeah. no, I wasn't gonna let you freeze. But I'm not. You like, are so cold hearted. <laughs> really? 
<laughs> you've never really been, really you've never been in an argument like that with somebody where it's oh like i have they act but you know here's the thing is i had ex-boyfriends always like threaten me like i'll fucking drop you off right here and i'm like and i fucking bet you i will make a best friend that will drive me wherever the fuck i need to go yeah <laughs> go ahead and drop me off wherever you need to drop me off did you ever get dropped off nope there you go. Have you ever gotten epic arguments with yeah, uh, a female? Yeah. Like the the threatening arguments. of like, I'm gonna leave your ass here right now. Yeah. Fine, do it. But, Dare uh, you? But I'm a man of my word, so I mean, <laughs> I, I what have, does that mean? I have been I have been the dick on many occasions, but I've also have swallowed. What do you mean? Like, what do you mean you've been? Well, the dick? like say, okay, let's. I don't, and I don't have examples right now off the top of my head, but let's mm-hmm. just say, right. I'm gonna drop you off. Right. I would pull up to the next stop sign and drop your ass off <laughs> straight up and then drive and hope that you make it home. Or I'd call you after I got to where I was going, hey, how far are you, are you good? You know, after the steam's rolled off. But yeah. but I, I've been, like I said, I've been the dick where it was like, yeah, all right, I'm going to do it. I, I bought a girlfriend a one-way ticket home from a vacation. I was with my family in really? Florida. Family in Florida. She's like, and she, I wanted to stay with my family because I haven't seen them forever. Mm-hmm. And she wanted, we were staying at this hotel. So I'm like, let's just stay with the family. And then it just became this blue up this whole thing and then she's like I just want to go home like fine I'm, I'm buying oh, a ticket here's your ticket. Like, okay still, I bought the ticket still then, a gentleman though he's like hey, don't let the door hit you but I'll get the ticket I yeah. had I had a f- huge fight one time with a girl I'd only been dating for like a couple of months you know when it's like way too early to be fighting yeah. in a relationship mm. and she did the she's like if you walk out that door it's over and I was like alright and I left and then the next morning she calls me and is like hey like, are we good? I was like, nah, no. That's why I walked out the door. My, my ex would do pull stuff like that where she would be like, we would break up. I'd be like, it was always over, alcohol was involved, and we would break up. And then she would be like, she, she wouldn't leave. Yeah. And then I'd be like, you have to, we were living together. I'm like, you have to move out. I'm paying the rent. Yeah. You, you, and then she would be like, hey, you want you want some pasta? And then I would be like, yeah, all right. Of course, <laughs> I, of course I want pasta. I want some pasta. Fuck you, yeah. And then she'd pasta. be like, uh, um, and then she'd come over and start giving me a blowjob. And then like after I nutted. While you were eating the pasta? Yeah, pretty much. And then like right after I nutted, I'd be like, you know, maybe we could work this out. You know, like <laughs> this happened like seven times in a row, and finally I was like, "All right, fuck this." I'm, I'm. See, the thing was the, it the, the opposite. The opposite thing happens for males and females after an orgasm. Women come to their senses, and men just go completely opposite. They completely compromise on everything. That's true. It's so hilarious. Because you weaken us. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any legs to stand on. This is why women never have orgasms. You win. Uh, they never have come to their senses. <laughs> <laughs> no, but even but even now, I mean, the, the new girl Michelle, like we're, I have to be a little more. I have to work on being a little more considerate. Sometimes, like I just say things because I want to please everybody. So I'll be like, hey. I'll be there at 9.30 and then like I'll get out of acting class late or my phone will die yesterday and then I got there at 10.30 and then she's I have to like she's very mm-hmm, very mm-hmm. structured if, if you say 8.30 it means 8.30 and I'm very like but sometimes you gotta you gotta put your personality on it like obviously she knows who you are I mean that's the reason why she's with you you guys are growing together and getting to know each other but like say you're gonna be there say you say you're gonna be there at 9.30 after five times of saying you're gonna be there at 9.30 and only showing up at 10.30 she's gotta really you ain't doing it on purpose that's just who you are you're gonna say that you want to be there or your heart wants to be there at 9 30 but your personality shows up at 10 30 because me punctuality isn't my bench press so i can't
can't really say that that's my strong point. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just I'm gonna tell you what I what I hope to happen, <laughs> and then yes. we and then we're gonna go to yeah. what actually happens. And then once you start to realize that, she don't expect you at ten th- at nine thirty no it's, more. She it's just hard because like our 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 clocks are different. Like I go out at night mm-hmm. and I go to work. I'm up at ten. I'm up at eleven. I'm up at twelve. You Tyler should know this is a comic. You're doing comedy, and then like the podcast or something will happen. Sometimes I am up early. Sometimes I'm up at eleven in the afternoon. She's up at like six thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. So like the other night, I, I got home from Miami. I slept all day, and then I was like, "Hey, I'll come over at night." I call her at eight thirty. She's like, "I'm going to bed." Eight thirty. <laughs> I was like, "I was like, what are you? What are you ninety? Like, what, am I dating a golden girl? Like, why? Why? Why are you going to bed?" She's like, "No, you know, I, Adam, uh, I have to be up at six o'clock in the morning." So then it was just like uh, compromise. Yeah, still, that's a building block of a what foundation. Exactly. Fourteen hours Boom. of sleep. What is that? If it's important to you, find a middle ground always. And if you always just attempt to be a man of your word, even if you, you attempt, you, the attempt is the, attempt, the biggest word. In it that. is. It's because some people like you. You live a a very hectic lifestyle. You have like last minute shows. I don't know how the fucking shit works, but I'm sure you have opportunities that come up like last minute, and then you just have to make it work because that's what you're used to doing. You know, now you, that you have another like human being in your life, you know, you just I know I'm just, trying to make it work. It's all about communication. If you communicate that it's gonna be difficult, you just say you'll get there when when you'll get there. But she's telling me it's, this is this is it's always the Adam show. I'm like we, we've been dating three weeks. Like like this is you know this is this is early to be to be getting mad at me for this yeah. shit. You know I'm like I'm trying to balance the podcast as long as my stand up comedy. I got this movie I'm trying to make. I have a TV show on this. I have another two TV shows I'm coming out with. And then uh, uh, writing new jokes. And then acting class. And then you throw in random shit that comes. Yeah, but you're the one who wants to date. So if you want to date, then you have to take that responsibility. That's relationships are a responsibility. This is this is what Bubba was saying is that is that you are a hustler and you work hard and you have success because of that. And this is the irony is that women, I think, are attracted to that and right. then they get in the relationship and all of a sudden it's not quite as fun when they go, oh, not he true. is busy. Tyler Don is always over That's a whole, that's a, you don't think so? No, that's a whole different ge- generation. You don't, you don't no. think, this girl at some level is attracted to his hustling. I agree with what you're saying work. and what he's saying. But then when they get in the relationship the and they realize, oh, it's not as fun when he's gone every weekend or he, he's leaving at the drop of a hat for a, a gig, it's like all of a sudden it doesn't seem as cool. No, it's different generations but like it's, i have i have a friend that is in town right i haven't i had a friend i had a huge falling out with today i haven't mm-hmm. talked to him in five years mm-hmm. he's meeting me after the podcast we, we like finally made up we haven't talked to five we had a huge falling out this is what the best was it friend. over it was a business thing it was like an investment that mm-hmm. whatever and so moolah baby so she's yeah over money basically so uh, she's like, hey, what are you doing after the podcast? I'm like, I have a friend in town that I have to meet. But, and I really, ha- he's in town for one day. And he's, yeah. like, and he's like, Adam, I really need to talk to you, blah, blah, blah. So then I'm like, I have a friend in town. And then she's like, well, you'd rather be with your friend than me. I'm like, no. So then I have to fucking write her a, 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 a three-page article why I'm meeting this friend. She's like, oh, well, that's what you should have said. I'm like, no, but that's not what I should have You should just trust that if I say I'm with a friend, I, I'm, this is important. You know? it's I mean, not like, I'm dating you. Yeah. You should know that I obviously want to be with but you. I do like her I do like her and I'm committed to make this work but it's, it's fucking <sighs> you gotta choose your battles and own that it's a responsibility yeah I know let's all just uh, say woosah right yeah, now yeah no woosah <laughs> everyone breathe I had that. going into this new relationship I had so many anxieties of my old one because my ex was like that fucking he needed to know every where I was every fucking half hour I had to check in and if I said I was hanging out with a friend who 
what, where, why, when. But you guys did it for four years. Almost four years. Like Damn. a little over three and a half. But like still, he's not my fucking parent. He just needs for after three after three years you think he'd be trusting and See, stuff. The thing but, is, I'm always myself, right? So right. my 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 wife, when we were dating, she, every time I would go out of town or have a camp or something like that, I would try to call her at night, but I didn't always call her at night. You know what I mean? Like if I was in the hotel or something like that, I would try to talk to her before I went to sleep or before I went out or something like that. But I, if she called me and I was out, I wouldn't answer my phone. It, it wouldn't be like I would answer my phone whenever, you know, yeah, hey, she wanted to talk to me because I'm always myself. So the times that I can't answer my phone or the times that I'm out, you know, when we were in Vegas, you know, I yeah. would want to call her or something like that. But we were out and I was trying to you know get typified her off the ground she understood that already through the process of us dating i was never not hey i'm gonna call you before i go to sleep hey i'm gonna mm -hmm. you know i was always gonna be you know bubba J, and she always understood that so she had to she's got to love you for you all the way through the, through the process through the process well, why, she, they I'm, gotta just, trust. I'm 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 loving bubba J. he's the, that's no the it's like girl. it's yeah. like the most annoying thing is like when you when somebody calls you and there's like all this loud shit happening yeah, hey so hello that. can you hear me can you hear that's the most that's worse annoying <laughs> that's thing. worse than not that it is. It is yeah. so much worse than because then they're like, "What the fuck are they doing?" Like, yeah. ugh. Like, I know, uh, like dude. Kevin Hart. He was like, <laughs> "What's up, boys? What's up? Hey, what's up, babe? That was the best light of my life. Hey, babe, what's up?" And then she's like yeah. on the phone, like, "Screw you, do you, do? Yeah. What were you talking about?" Because you know, I know else it's, in the hard. it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It is hard. I, I'm, I'm committed. To, I'm, I'm. We'll see how this works out. Three. I think it takes a. I think it takes a special kind of girl though to date a comic because we like you're on. You're gone a lot. You're on the road. Like. You make it's people tough, laugh. <laughs> it, I think it puts extra stress yeah. on a relationship. She wants a, a date night. You know, uh, I want to. I'll, I'll have a date night when I get back. It's Maybe I'll different. even play the John Heffron song, the date night song. <laughs> it's, all, it's also a lot different when like one person is constantly traveling and doing stuff, and the other person is kind of in the same spot. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand. And that is always. It's also hard though. Like, I'm going to Canada. Last time I was here, I had a threesome with two ring girls. Right. You know. Uh, oh man, Canada. It was so funny. Like, like <laughs> one of them, like I take these two girls back to the my my uh, the condo, and then one of them says to me, like, uh, one of they, they get me like naked. I'm and then they're naked, and then there's one chick. She starts like giving me head. She's like, like, do you want pasta? But then she's like, <laughs> give me head, and then she's like, Al she's like, this isn't cheating on my on my boyfriend, right? And then the other one goes, no, no, not of his. It's like, there's no sex involved. I was like, <laughs> oh I was like, you gotta love Canadian rules, man. Like, <laughs> fuck. I mean, Canadian rules football sucks. Canadian rules fucking blowjobs, great. Uh, but uh, yeah, but I don't know. But but that's all just. That's probably something I wouldn't talk about over spaghetti. No, 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 no. I, I'm just I'm, saying that. Look, her this girl's blowjobs are, are off the chains. So, uh, it's, it's good. She's, we didn't. That's okay. <laughs> I, I, word, now word is that Marina word on the street is that you give amazing head is this oh true? yeah, who, yeah. Gave, who told you that the people on the street the, street. the people on the <laughs> the streets are talking how many people on the street have I given I don't know am I like prostituting on the side no, that I, I know just, about I heard, I heard in some like uh, you know some judo in some circles, circles <laughs> in, uh, <laughs> through the grapevine through the grapevine uh, your from, tongue action is judo powerish yeah, from Jesus Al Christmas <laughs> Albany ju judo circles have told me I've excuse me I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, I no? don't even know what a blowjob is. Really? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, what wow, that is. lucky boyfriend you have. <laughs> He's so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
Uh, now, we met our boyfriend. He came to the show. He was oh, a yeah? handsome fellow, this guy. The wrestler, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice guy, down to earth. You could tell they have like little hearts. You know how those hearts that come on a periscope? That's how they had it on their head. <laughs> the, the, it, was, it was adorable. It was very adorable. It was yeah. nice to see uh, Marina. Adorable. All right. So anyway... Uh, Fights. This is a fighting are podcast. We, yeah, are we <laughs> yeah, going to talk about fighting at all? Fighting podcast. Both Relationships. Be- uh, Bellator. Sometimes this- you just got to talk about it. Yes. Sometimes you just do. Well, in the perspective of a woman, yes. But for us guys... We'll just let it go. We'll just you guys have fly. bro talk. Yeah. I've walked in on so much bro talk with my older brothers. Like they have, like they would have weekly sit downs with their friends and mm. be like, "This bitch crazy." That's when it's a good talk. Yeah. I went to my psychiatrist today, and I was you like, did? "Yeah." And, I, and you I, talked about it. I did, and I was like, at and one it point, bled she, over into the podcast. I told you, oh, damn wait, it. Do you see a male or a female? A female. Of course you do. At one point, I was like, "I think this bitch is crazy." Exactly what I said. Actually, <laughs> I had bro talk with my psychiatrist. Well, admi- admitting it is the first step. Yeah, 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 she was she was good. My psychiatrist, she's good. I think she's good. She's she's like my age, attractive. I mean, she's but, single, uh, a little calmer. It's a little weird talking to what. You seem a little calmer. I seem a little calmer. Yeah. Thank you. Probably the the, the Camara coffee I'm drinking. Uh, <laughs> so now, uh, the Bellator. Tournament Ooh. this Saturday night. Uh, it's King Mo is in the tournament. Uh, Bill Davis, mm-hmm. uh, Emmanuel Newton, mm-hmm. and who else in the tournament? Uh, the dude that Mo's fighting. I don't know that guy. <laughs> you, you don't know who the guy is fighting? Mo's fighting somebody on the other side of the, the bracket. Uh, okay. The only one that I'm worried, not worried about. The only one I want to watch is the Davis and Newton fight. Now, and what? obviously Liam and Tito. Right now, what do you think about this fight? I mean, I mean, it's it's. it's I think it's going to be amazing. I think it's going to be a great card. Linton Vassal is who's fighting. Two fights, one night, tournament style. So, so Phil Davis, Newton, you're picking. I don't have a pick. You can't pick because you were college teammates with Phil Davis, and now your current teammates with Emmanuel Newton. I don't have a pick. Uh, That's why I'm not going. I don't want to, I don't, because I'm one of those guys that roots and coaches for everybody and anybody. I don't don't know who's in the cage now. Like you got to put that underhook in. I'm picking Phil Davis. Uh, not a bad pick. Not a bad pick. I just think he's fought the better guys. I think he's got more to prove. I think I like Emmanuel Newton. Mm-hmm. And he's got a great spinning back fist. I don't think he's going to hit Phil Davis with that. Mm-hmm. I think that he just had. I think King Mo was in his own head when he fought Emmanuel Newton twice. Uh, twice. <laughs> but I'm saying the, I got the first time he was winning and he got caught. Uh-huh. Second time I think he just like it was a weird fight. The second one, Emmanuel Newton's a good unorthodox fighter, but I think Phil Davis has it. I think. Like training for Machida probably helped him for Manuel Newton uh, when Phil Davis trained for Machida. How Are long you- ago was that? It was a while back. Okay, but still, but still, uh, <laughs> who do you like in the fight? There, fucking the peanut gallery. <laughs> who do you like in the fight? I'm sorry, that was hilarious. So that that training camp, I'm pretty sure it's gonna roll over pretty well. <laughs> it's a, it was a big training camp. It was right. It was a big training camp. Uh, who do you like in hilarious. that fight? Hilarious. Um, I think Emmanuel Newton over Phil Davis. Yeah. Okay, and then King Mo over Linton Vassal. Oh uh, yeah. So you came over. Okay, yeah. so then it's going to be Phil Davis. King, it's going to be Newton versus Mo. Who wins in that fight? <sighs> Come on. Hasn't history taught us anything? <laughs> Emmanuel Newton I'm ru- again. I'm ruined, no, I'm ruined for King Mo because he was so nice to me King's after cool. my, my last fight. Yeah, King's cool, but, um, you know, once King. you get two victories of a Newton. person. Yeah, you- and Tyler, what are your thoughts? 
I think uh, I, I kind of I'm with you, man. I think uh, Phil Davis has a stronger resume. I think he's fought the tougher opponents, and he's a grinder. And I think he'll find a way to win. Uh, and then if it's him and Mo, I think I'd say Davis all the way. I'm with you, Tyler. Me and you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> if 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 Davis gets past Newton, I think Davis wins it. Okay. I think whoever wins on the left side of the bracket, I don't know which side the guys are on, but I think whoever wins on the Davis-Newton side of the bracket wins the tournament. You think you approach a fight different going in knowing it's a two-fight night? Yeah, well, you have to because you don't have you don't have uh, elbows in the first round and stuff like that because so, you, you can't cut him. You know, you cut him and he wins. He goes to the next round. <laughs> He's got a cut already, you know, so you can't have that. So that changes a lot of people's games as far as like... What do you mean no elbows in the said first they're, round? They're outlawing elbows for these fights? In the first fight, you can't elbow. Oh. Ah. So take down. So it's gonna be you know punches instead okay. of devastating elbows and blows, but you know that works against Newton though, right? Because he's got some ridiculous elbows. Yeah, it works against Newton. It probably works against Mo a little bit too. Uh, I mean, I don't know if Phil's incorporated elbows lately, but he's he's yeah. got long arms, so you know that works for a good. Fight. But also, you have to remember that you you know I mean you got to give your all for the first fight, but you know you have a, another fight afterwards. So a lot of the times, you know, guys barely even train for the second guy because it's not like it's, you don't want to overlook the first yeah. guy. Yeah. So like you barely get any training for the second guy. You're just kind of going in there and winging it. Like, I already made it this far, damn it. We're going to get the job done either way. <laughs> so Mike, Josh Thompson's fighting Michael Bronzolis. You know who that is? All right. Well, I got Josh Thompson. Josh right. Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> Josh Thompson, yes. Now, uh, the big news, though, that everyone's talking about is Nick Diaz getting five Man. years Fucking bullshit. of weed. Uh, it's all over the internets, okay? Everybody is talking about this. Uh, it's bullshit. I mean, five years. I mean, people get less for steroids. John Jones got like eight months for cocaine. Uh, yeah. Granted, this is it was not John Jones. It was John Jones' the first time. It was Nick's what like fourth or fifth. But marijuana is legal yeah. in in how many states? A couple of them. A couple of them. A lot of states. Uh, it's steroids complete, isn't legal anywhere. It's complete yeah. bullshit. Steroids is not legal anywhere. Well, and I also don't know how it's. I get. I don't know. It's just. Uh, it's unbelievable that's even considered a performance enhancing drug. Uh, I've never smoked pot. Never smoked pot. I hope for his Why? sake. Uh, <laughs> what are you, a uh, loser? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. I just never. Uh, I had people offer it to me all the time. I just never. You were such a appeal. pussy. Uh, <laughs> I guess I was too busy doing heroin. Nice. Uh, <laughs> no, I have not done heroin. I'm high enough. Thanks. No, I just I've never done it. I hope it. You I hope it does ball. affect. Uh, I hope it does affect your memory because then maybe Nick will forget how bad he's getting screwed. Yeah. Uh, but that's awful, man. Five years. He's Five done. years. He's done. Yeah, well, he's done. Plus, yeah. he, plus he plus he got thirty three percent of his right of his purse, which was five hundred grand, uh, out the window, and then he has to pay lawyer fees. It just who knows it how much those lawyer fees. I mean, yeah, it's complete. He should have hired one of them lawyers. They're like, yo, if I don't win, you don't get it. I hope that I hope so for his sake that was the best so joint much. he ever smoked in his life. Man, uh, no, I, I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, first of all, a guy like Nick Diaz, who you could see. Is all types full of like inner turmoil? Yeah. Has has like some yeah. serious like he him smoking weed has saved many alive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You guys are putting people in risk right now. For the next five years, he's like, all I'm going to do is beat the shit out of people and smoke a lot of pot. And then afterwards, after the case, he was saying that like how these guys were crooks. He talked about his girlfriend from high school committed suicide. He started opening up a lot. And Nick Diaz, I mean, he's, he's got a lot of inner turmoil. And a guy like that, he's got a lot of anxiety. Mar Just let him stay in the cloud. 
Yeah. Just let him be in that fucking marijuana cloud. And it's not just me. I mean, look at the people that are actually like Isaac Valley flag. The message here is to get juice to the gills and be hyper aggressive, but don't do anything to relax yourself. Uh, smoke pot <laughs> on for five years versus using a substance that makes you stronger able to seriously injure your opponents. You only get eight months. Scott Jorgensen wrote, has anyone tested positive for steroids been suspended even remotely close to five years? Uh, King Mo wrote, fuck the dumb shit. I seen what happened. I, I Free Nick Diaz. This. It's a movement. Uh, Aljaman Sterling. Damn, huge got burned before the new levels of ministers for marijuana use. From what I remembered, five years, 500K, that's harsh and wrong. Cole Miller says, guys, just stop fighting in Nevada. Norman Park, five years for smoking a natural plant. Then all the juice heads get a slap on the wrist. Hashtag serious bro. Uh, Derek Brunson, Nick Diaz spent five years for marijuana. It's ridiculous. So what means steroids users get the death penalty, correct? Tim Kennedy, I'm a huge fan of Nick Diaz. I want to fight him. I love watching him fight. I don't care if he smokes mar marijuana. Like, I mean, it was... Does this mean he can't go to, like, China and fight? He like, probably can go to 1FC. I'm sure yeah. it's not the Nevada, you know... But it's just a Nevada commission. Like, you, yeah. can't, you can't fight in America in a sense. Mm -mm. Yeah, complete bullshit. And I actually put hashtag Stockton Lives Matter. Uh, <laughs> I started that hashtag. Uh, you really proud of yourself. Yeah, on I that did. One. You're like, yeah. <laughs> hashtag Stockton Lives Matter. Yes. I'm uh, such a badass. <laughs> I, I did. I said, hiring Mayhem as your life coach, the better decision. Uh, getting Jared from Subway as a babysitter, better oh. decision. Oh. Electing Too Kanye. soon. <laughs> I, I've seen better decisions on 16 and pregnant. I was having a field day and people were just I was it was a retweet machine last night, but it yeah. is fucking bullshit, man. I mean, Nick Diaz is a fighter. And when I when I there are certain guys like we talked about on the podcast who are athletes who do fighting. Nick Diaz is a fighter who does fighting. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's there's he's a he, big difference. He's a fighter. Yeah. Uh and I would say a guy like Tyron Woodley is an athlete who's a fighter. Yes. Who becomes who's good at fighting. Uh certain guys, good athletes. They'd be fighting. Nick Diaz would be a fighter in any century of the world. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Anytime he could be born in the 1400s, he could be born in uh, 1800 BC. He would be a fighter. What is your occupation, yeah. <laughs> fighter? So it is complete bullshit. So by the way, Marina, you talked about your boyfriend. Uh, have you guys been? Uh, when are you gonna see him again? Um, this weekend. Ooh, he's he's, he's coming in. No, I'm going to Texas. Why? Te oh, is, he, is he wrestling in Texas? Maybe. Oh God! Uh, oh, you just, God. Had, just happened to meet in Texas. Are you going to escort him to the ring? No. Well, why not? Because it's not part of his gimmick. Oh, so he he's is a fighting. bad motherfucker in his gimmick. And, and who are you? What's, what's your gimmick? I don't have a gimmick. Oh. Hmm. Does it look like I have a gimmick? <laughs> yes. I do not have a gimmick. Your gimmick is not to, is not talking about your boyfriend. No, By the way, you're just really fucking nosy <laughs> all the time. And every time I don't want to talk about it. It's like, is that all you think? Like, I was like, that's the last thing I want to talk about. That, and it's the first thing you always want to talk about. That's because it's the last about. thing you want to talk about. Yo, haven't you caught on? That when comedians, when you say, don't touch this, it's hot. We just want to fucking touch it. <laughs> like, when you say, don't go in that room, what do I want to do? Go yeah. in that room. What's in the room? Who's in there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why you don't want me to go there? That's just right, Tyler. Tell exactly. Let's just be a comic. He's just trying to get you to open up. Yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. No. Literally. <laughs> no. Anyway. So uh, no, because I, I only want her to open up when she's. Uh, okay. Anyway, listen. Yeah. So all right. Listen, <laughs> she's single and shaved. All right. So listen now, Pat. I'm kidding. You're, I'm respectful. Uh, so Pat Healy is taking on Rick Hahn, Titan FC. That's gonna be good. You train with Rick, right? Yeah. I used to like a long time ago. Back when he was uh, training for the Olympics. Oh yeah, yes, the Olympics. That's the Olympics. Olympics. Right. So back then. Back back in the day. Nice. <laughs> 
Now he's he's a good fighter. We tried to get. He seemed like a nice guy. We had him on the show. Yeah, he's a really good athlete too. So he's fighting Pat Healy, who's a grinder. The guy. You guys tell him that he that you that I usually host the show too when he came on. No, he he was he was a. he, he was a good, nice guy, but didn't see. We were trying to have a press conference with him and Pat Healy, and then Pat lost his phone or something, or his phone broke. So then it kind of, we were kind of in a state of disarray. But we didn't tell him. <laughs> disarray. We, we de- what do I do with my hands? We asked him about. Uh, we, <laughs> we asked him about dating Rhonda. We asked about dating Rhonda. What did he say? Uh, he of course s- he would. He said he that said he put the pussy on the chain wax. <laughs> <laughs> you put the pussy on the chain wax. What is that? What the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> What does that mean? It, oh, it doesn't mean anything. Oh, but so it no, he he didn't say he put the pussy on the chain wax. Uh, <laughs> he, he actually said that they they never dated. He just said that that he was very kind of like uh, he didn't really talk about. He didn't, he was kind of got around it. He didn't mm. really want, but he was a nice guy. He was a super nice guy. So super nice guy. <laughs> seemed like a nice guy, right? Pretty nice guy. Yeah, he was cool. It was kind of mellow. Cool. Yeah, real chill. So he's fighting Rick Hahn. Oh, he's fighting Pat Healy. Rick Hahn's fighting Pat. now. Pat Healy is a grinder. He's a guy that got. He's fought. Great opposition. He's been screwed over. He had to give up his his earnings to Brian Caraway. Fuck that guy. Fifty thousand dollars. Fuck Brian. Why? Fuck Brian Caraway. <laughs> There's just nothing exciting about him. No. Well, <laughs> this is obviously personal. What happened no. with you and Brian? Huh? <laughs> uh, I got a whole tough season. That yeah, the whole he's just fighter. a fucking. Uh-huh. No, Aljamain Sterling has said that Misha Tate lost her fight with Ronda because Caraway wouldn't fight either Faber or Aljamain or something. Like that had nothing to do it, with it. That's, what, that's, <laughs> the, that's the rumor Aljamain's saying. Aljamain don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> okay, I'm just telling you what Aljamain Misha is saying. Misha Tate lost to Ronda Rousey both times because she sucks. No, no, no. She, lost, <laughs> no, she does not suck. No, she doesn't suck. Come on. She's a good fighter. She's top five in the world. She's a great fighter. She's a great fighter. <laughs> that look she's, not better. <laughs> she's, she's, she's better a great fighter. No, she's a great she's fighter. She's not better than Ronda. No, but he said that she lost the, like, the, the, the shot. Not lost a fight, lost a title shot. She would have had the third fight against Ronda, mm-hmm. but because Caraway wouldn't fight Aljamain or Uriah, in her head. they took that away. Like it was a package deal. The UFC, I, I don't think that's true. Oh, I don't know. That's what that. I'm saying. No, they're not going to package boyfriend and girlfriend. Hey, you two got to fight these two or it's over for you. <laughs> no, but like they, they do that. Babe, like you got to make sure you fight. Really? The same card. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't know. Maybe Aljamain's onto something. I love Aljamain. He's, he, he, he's funny. So, uh, so, so, who do we like? Pat Healy or Rick Hahn? Rick Hahn. We like Rick Hahn. Rick Wh- Hahn. Why? USA Judo. Because, judo. because of USA Judo. Well, because I, yeah. All right. Um, I, I'm going to go with with Marina said. I don't really know the, the style. Like I've seen them both fight, but I, you know, I don't. Really, I I can't professionally analyze the situation. Tyler, <laughs> uh, I've seen Pat's fights. I have not seen Rick fight, but you know what? Uh, he's an Oregon guy, so I'm gonna, I'm from Oregon. I'm going to just root for the hometown boy on this one and say I, I'm going with Pat. Also, I just think that Pat uh, moving to Greg Jackson's camp was the best thing that happened for his career. He's won four or five fights since then. I know he was kind of training over in Washington. Washington and kind of got stale, went over to Jackson's, and he's been on a, a, a big streak since. Granted, he's not fighting the Khabibs of the world and the guys mm-hmm. he was fighting before in the UFC. What weight is this at? Uh, 170? 
I think it's 55, right? Is it 55? I believe it's 55. Also, Andre Harrison is fighting Desmond Green on that card. Mm-hmm. It's a good fight. Two guys you know. Yeah, yeah. Who wins that fight? Oh, man. It depends on if if uh, Desmond's still the same Desmond where he's, you know, doing a lot of wrestling and, you know, not, not very effective with his hands and just basically trying to get it to the ground. I think um, Harrison beats him up. I think I think Harrison wins the fight either way. Um, I think he's a better athlete and he's good enough to wrestle MMA wrestle his way out of some things. So I'm gonna go with him. But um, I, I wouldn't doubt that you know Desmond is trying to be more well rounded and come off with a win. So it's gonna be a good fight though. It's not one that you were like you know you can't just toss it up. But both I, but young. You both young. Young. I think they're both undefeated. Both uh, black. Both black gorilla men. Very black. <laughs> both very, very black. These guys are very, very black. You can't get more blacker than these two. Lots okay. of lots of cock in that ring. <laughs> so, okay. There's miles of cock in that ring. So um <laughs> All right. Now um Yay. so much penis. <laughs> so whoa, wait, say that again? No. All right. So, <laughs> hey, could, is it right away we could record her saying so much penis just now and then play it like throughout the show? <laughs> As a sound bite. So much penis. I would love that. Like the new one start. Hashtag so much penis. <laughs> nice. Now what was the biggest guy you've ever been with? Uh, moving on. <laughs> All right. So, just moving on. Really? Uh, just moving. Now, on. I know. I know some girls when they see a small one, they're like, "That's not. That's ridiculous." So they start giggling and points and stuff and call. Their well, friends. how do you know that? That's <laughs> I just that's what I've heard. I've heard. I mean, I've heard the streets that. are talking. I, I, I've heard. I heard through the streets of Albany that when women see a small penis, they sometimes like call their friends and be like, "You're never gonna believe how small Rick's dick was." Now, is that what you do with Rhonda? You guys like giggle and stuff? <laughs> About exes we don't like, yeah. Really? Oh, see? <laughs> you figured oh, okay. something out. All of a sudden, Adam's the bad guy, and then <laughs> shit happens. All right, so, wait, wait. Okay, so exes that you don't like, you and Rhonda call and then, like, giggle about, or you guys talk to you? No, like, we just, like, we have, you know, our, our... Girl moments? Yeah, like, our girl, like, our best friend time, and we'll catch up and just, like, we'll reminisce about the past and about all of our, you know struggles coming up like in our teens and stuff because we were friends like throughout our teen years and just laugh at people so when you're in the relationship it's like oh this penis will do and And then when you're out it's like oh the penis was it was never good at all so you you guys like you guys sit there and like talk about ex's penises and giggle well not like just that (laughs) but like you know so you were so young, like I didn't lose my virginity until like way later, like like, <laughs> like fourteen, like nineteen, nineteen. I was wow. nineteen. Damn. Yeah. So Whoa. like, you know, why why'd you wait so late? Cause I was because of AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> There's things out there. Good answer. Good answer. Oh, when did you lose your virginity, Baba? Hey, dodgeball, son. Dodgeball. <laughs> oh, come on, really? Dodgeball. You can't. You can't have I, her I, say. Hey, listen, I was already ready. I have my dodgeball <laughs> locked and loaded. Oh my god! Locked and loaded. Don't oh, come I over here with that one. Younger than 15. Dodgeball. I bet you were like a four. Dodgeball. Like, like seriously. Hey, bro. I was hey. born with eight pounds of dick. Come on now. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Dodgeball. Tyler, when do you use your virginity? I know this is going to shock all of you because I'm so, so, I got so much swag. 30, 34? 24. 24? 24. Seriously? Really? I was, uh. Four long ass years, start. Uh, it, it was. I was, I, I was a good guy growing up. I thought I was going to wait till I got married and I was going to. That's gonna not do, a good guy, dude. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't smoke weed you and I didn't no have sex. Service. <laughs> uh, you ain't doing anything. 
anybody service. Wait until marriage. I'm just saying. You got to test drive that car before you buy it, don't you? Wait, tw- uh, you were waiting to marriage? That was- I, uh, that's, that, that was my thought process growing up. So I, I, had, I had girlfriends. I dated. We did things. Uh, like hold hands and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, like <laughs> stuff like that. But I waited. I waited a long ass 24. Time. Was there I mean, a lot of salad tossing? Uh, the date? Were you in the room when we covered this already? I have not eaten the booty like Wait, groceries. Hold on. Uh, 20... Really? Why does this shock people? Wait, 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 no, I was Booty that, should so. not be eaten like groceries. I'm just saying. Booty should Who, not be eaten like why groceries. Are, why is everybody talking about eating ass these days? Like, when did that become. <laughs> It's it's the new kids, man. The new kids yeah, are, the are new turning kids. the world out. That's that whole other generation that we haven't gotten to. No, but back to you <laughs> being twenty four. <laughs> Wait, so when so when did you decide to say fuck it? I had I had a uh, a long term girlfriend that I dated for a lot of years, like starting in high school, and then we broke up for a little while. We got back together in college, and we were both very committed to each other, and we were kind of like on that we're gonna wait till we get married thing. Mm-hmm. And um, and she was a virgin too. Uh, we, he hopes to think so. Dodgeball. Uh, <laughs> really? You want a virgin? Uh, in, in like the ear maybe uh, <laughs> dodgeball but uh, alright enough of this fucking dodgeball podcast no you're asking about me I don't want to like throw other people uh, their stuff out there but um no but we were we were committed and we were gonna wait and uh, it just uh, that's 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 we had a I Long Island iced tea. Uh, and it was a I, let's just say there. there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of pasta being eaten. I guess uh, <laughs> so much pasta being served. Yeah, yeah. Wow. All right. Twenty four. Good for you, man. That's, I mean, that's, that's great. Night. But that's weird. You know what I'm man. saying. Yeah. That, you know, if it is weird, I, I get that. If I could go, if I could go. <laughs> <laughs> I just laughed at my own joke. What is your own joke? What was your joke that you're laughing at? Nothing. Nothing. What, what did you? What, no. What was your joke? I said it. It was. Uh, <laughs> Because he's like, we had a lot of pasta. And I go, you guys are eating a lot. You guys are carb loading, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't and know what I was saying. And you your own joke. Yeah. That's, that's very oh. mature. <laughs> okay, so, all right. So, so 20... oh, come on, comedian. You never laughed <laughs> at your own so joke. So what's more shocking that I, that I waited until I was 24 that I've never smoked weed? Uh, well, Waiting so, till you're 24 weed. is way more shocking. Weed. Yeah. yeah. Well, where are you from? Uh, Portland, Oregon. Yeah, probably weed. <laughs> and, and I went to school in Eugene, so yeah, yeah. lots of weed. Probably, yeah, no, you, no, you definitely deprived yourself, the land man. Of the trees. Uh, <laughs> I can re- see why you you were a comic because you totally hate yourself. I, I mean, <laughs> if if you're gonna like <laughs> give up all these fun things in life, like like pussy and weed, have you lived, bro? <laughs> like, I mean, it's good. I mean, you're, you're you're a nice guy. You're one of the nicest guys. People think that you're a serial killer sometimes. Like, really? When, yeah, and I can see Ooh. why. People on Periscope were like, "When's that serial killer Tyler Bow coming?" <laughs> you do I'm have... like the most normal hey, dude in man, this room. Hey man, at least you make people feel some type of way, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that they're gonna end up in a basement. Listen, uh, so no, but that's good. Good for you. I mean, that's, I guess it's good that you waited. Right? I mean, <laughs> I love when people like they go, "Oh my god, how did you do that?" And they go, "Good for you." Like, you never smoked weed? That's crazy. Ah, good for you. No, I, I, I good job in your journey, dude. You're yeah. doing a good job so far. First, first Jesus was, was loves not. you. <laughs> I got sent to boarding school when I was 13 for like uh, you know troubled kids. Kind of, it was a yeah. good school. But it was like for kids who needed other. You're such a troubled soul. Yeah, pretty much. So, uh, and then all the kids there had gotten laid before because they were all coming from like 
you know, yeah, they were the like badass of, of the badass. It was like the worst kids in each school got together, and right. like, like it was like the it was like that Batman thing. Now, what's it called? Like uh, the, the 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 new Batman coming Arkham? out. Arkham. No, the new Batman coming out with Jared Leto. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but what's it called? He's part of the insane. Whatever. Yeah, Arkham Asylum, right? We, uh, no, no, whatever that movie is, uh, the Mod Squad or whatever it is. Uh, oh, okay. oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, anyway, what I was saying was uh, all the kids had gotten laid before, but me. So they would all call, be like, "Oh, look, there's the president of the V Club." You know, really? Just, they would tease you about that. Oh, kind of so stuff? much they would tease. Yeah, me. they were the bad kids. Of course, they would tease. <laughs> See, I was so like in high school. I all I did was judo, so I was so exhausted. I didn't have any extra energy for like after school programs or hanging sex. out with friends. <laughs> sex. I didn't know what weed was. Like I was until I graduated high school was wow. when I like. Where'd you grow up? Upstate New York. Mars. But I traveled. <laughs> I traveled. I started traveling for judo when I was like 13, 14 years old. And I was like going to all these other different states. She was a prodigy. She was and like, then I went to yeah. China. I went to England. I went to Belgium. I was going to all these other places. And I still like, I just didn't even know what flirting was. Like, I didn't even know. I, 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 didn't, lo- I didn't lose my first kiss until I was... I was just turning 19. Really? And then I lost my virginity like in the later same on. Year. <laughs> like, later oh, on. So this me, kissing thing must think, have something to it. Like, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't kiss someone until I was 19. I didn't do anal until I was 17. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Aging over here like Benjamin Button, bitches. What? <laughs> so anyway, I was working at Kenny Rogers Chicken, right? That was my job uh, one summer. I'm sure that got you laid so hard. It was the wood that made it good. That was the, the thing. So... <laughs> I was, I was the, I was the head chicken cutter. I'm Kenny, sure you were. Uh, Kenny Rogers chicken. You cutting those chicken heads. I was, but there was, I was cutting the chicken heads. There was a girl. There was a girl. Oh my god. There was a girl Maria, this hot like Puerto Rican chick. Yeah. And I just brought her back to my place, and I and was like, "Fuck chicken? it." I'm, I'm, I didn't even like know this chick. She was cute though, but I just and then I, I got her down, and I was just like, she Whoa. like, she like, no, she like, I got her down. No, no, she like she with gave a me low a, single. No, she or? gave me a a, a blowjob. I, I must have came in four seconds. I never, I never experienced anything like what that in my life. What is this? Like, it was like I was like my mind was blown. Like you know, my my head was blown. My mind was, everything was blown. And then and then twelve seconds later, uh, I was like, I had her on the ground, and I just all I watched was like porn. I didn't know how to have sex, so I just put her legs in the air, like I and I just started like ramming her. Oh but then God. she, but then she queefed. I swear to God, and I I never heard a queef before. It was like I was like, was that Did you, you feel or me? Like you broke her. I thought I broke. I honestly, <laughs> I thought I broke it, and I could hear my dad's voice like you're fucking this up too like in the back of my head and so then I ended up I don't know having sex with her it was, I don't even know if I even came It was that was my first and last so time so you have a kid walking around <laughs> so it sounds like I missed out on some early action uh, yeah, that I uh, 24 is a long time I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie you might, I mean, you might as well be a, no a priest, dude it is a it is but I think like what happened like I said is I was I was, I had a girlfriend and, and a relationship and once I kind of like made up her mind that you're gonna wait then you just kind of like you talk about this on stage at all uh, 24 I have before but I don't it, like not a ton it just, didn't go off well just because people, <laughs> the, the audience is like what um, <laughs> burn him <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> nothing else is funny <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a loser no I'm, I'm kidding no that's, that's I mean look do I wish I would have waited for something special Yes, but then I would then it probably would have been like twenty one or twenty two because I you know, but uh, but to me sex like I do feel like there was a girl one time this stripper from uh, 
uh, in New York <laughs> this City. This one stripper. This one I, I special, this, special stripper. I met this stripper from like Netherlands, right? Mm-hmm. I, I met her at the strip club. I brought her home. Within like after meeting her at work and, and in New York City, she came back to my place at four o'clock. We had sex, crazy sex, and then she's like, "Okay, now you have to take me out, buy me dinner, and like treat me right. I'm not gonna have sex with you until you earn it from this point on." I, I go, "What? Why? Why? We just had sex already." She's like, "Well, I have to make sure that you were good at it, and now, and now, what's the point of like, getting to know someone if they're gonna Smart. suck in bed?" I'm like, I think that's a that you, was thinking on another level. Yeah. <laughs> she played Super the game smart. brilliantly. Super smart. You think Tyler Bo over here would have been fucking, out of luck. <laughs> that, that is some stripper tactics right she, there. You got, really? you yeah. got test driven. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, but that, you really did. No, I, I look, you were like, you were like, yeah, you were like Renedick. I was. <laughs> <laughs> the the craziest thing though, it, as a guy, the craziest thing as a guy is if you wait. It's what's crazy is that I like girl. I don't think are used to ever re- being rejected. Not mm-hmm. rejected, but saying no to. Because I dated some girls that started dating and would get start, you know, getting into stuff. And all of a sudden, I'd be like, "Yo, let's slow down a little bit," and they'd be like, "What?" Yeah, and it would freak them out. Yeah, but you slowed down for seven years, dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're gonna call right now our first interview. We have a great show. We have TJ Dillashaw, the champ on the podcast, Ooh. as well as Jermaine DeRandome, who's got a big fight coming up against Sarah Kaufman. Uh, we're going to talk to her right now. She's in the Netherlands. She's 36-0 and 0 as a 46 and 0 as a Muay Thai kickboxer. Five and three in the UFC. Um, five and three in MMA. She's a badass chick. I like her. Hello. Hello. Is this Jermaine Durandame? Yes, that's me. How are you? You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Marina Shafir, uh, Bubba Jenkins, yay, yay. and uh, a guy who's 24 and 0, well, loss of Virginia at 24, uh, <laughs> Tyler Tyler Bow. Uh, Hi, guys. How are you? I'm going to be the 24-year-old virgin. Uh, how, how are you? What's going on? I'm cool. I'm right now live on the I'm on set right now. We're filming a, neat, a new TV show here in Holland. And I have a little uh, part in it, so uh, I'm on set right now. That's amazing. What That's t- awesome. What TV show is it? It's called Fighter Heart. It's a it's a new show. It's a, it's I think eight episodes, and it's about uh, kickboxers, uh, criminals, and all kinds of stuff. Nice. Now, as a kickboxer, you were 46 and 0 with 30 knockouts. That mm-hmm. is pretty damn badass. Uh, you were, I'm looking at it right now. You were 46 and 0. You were a 10 time world champion in Muay Thai. Uh, actually, you were a WIKB world champion, uh, IMTF world champion, WPKL world, European champion, and 46 and 0 as a kickboxer. So you, you, and your last fight, by the way, was fucking awesome. You you destroyed that girl. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, I remember. When was the last time we talked? Uh, we talked. It was before my Amanda Nunes fight. No, right? it was right after the Nunes fight. Uh, you, after? Yeah, yeah. You were upset because you wished the fight would have kept going. Uh, you thought you thought it would stop too early. And uh, you wanted to take. We were supposed to go on a date. Remember? Yes, we were gonna. Go okay, on. cool, cool. Yeah, cool. but no, you, don't yeah, remind race. him that you he was supposed to take you out and then didn't. Well, because exactly because he doesn't want to date losers, but he didn't. Oh, the truth comes out. You are the furthest thing <laughs> from a loser. Uh, you were never in L.A. How? <laughs> That's the thing. I was for five years. Excuses, excuses. Oh, really? Now, oh, no, you were not in LA. You were in San Jose. It's like a five-hour yeah, okay, okay, five drive. Now, why, why, why did you move back to the Netherlands, by the way? 
Well, I had an injury, of course, and uh, I hadn't I hadn't fought in a long time because I had an injury and I was rehabbing for my injury, and I missed home a little bit. I forgot to do what I do best, and that is uh, punching people in the face. So I went back and spent some time with my friends and family and with my loved ones and picked up my stand up again and do what I do best. Nice. And mixed it up with MMA, but I'm still moving back and forth to the United States, or I'm planning to. So to keep working on my wrestling. So but now I know I know uh, one of your teammates was Nick Diaz. What do you feel about the whole Nick Diaz getting suspended for five years? <laughs> to be honest, I'm really not looking into that shit a lot. To be honest, uh, what I do think is I'm like five years for smoking a smoking a joint. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, what does it do? It doesn't do anything. Yeah, I agree. It's fucking retarded. So I think it's a little bit ridiculous, especially five years. Are you kidding me for a joint? Now, wow. uh, now your, your your last fight, you fought Larissa Pacheo. You uh, you knocked her out in the second round. That was the best you've ever looked. In fact, Joe Rogan even said, "I think we have a new girl in the division who's going to pose a problem for a lot of people." What do you think went right in that fight? Uh, I had fun again. I think that was the the most important thing. I didn't care. I didn't really didn't care about the result of the fight. The only thing I cared about was being the best me I could be in the circumstances you are in at that night. You know, you never know which how you wake up that day or whatever. And for me, the most important thing was it didn't, I didn't care about the win or the lose. I only cared about I wanted to be the best me, and I think that was the most important thing. I accomplished that. I was calm. I was patient. Normally, I'm not that patient. Yeah. Especially not when people try to chant me, you know, I, I have a little trigger and I'm like, okay, I'll show you. But I, I kept very patient and I think that was the key. Now, your wrestling has always been the hardest thing for you. Uh, coming in as such a successful, accomplished kickboxer, they were calling you the female Anderson Silva at one point. Uh, your wrestling has been uh, kind of your Achilles heel. Are you working on that out in uh, Holland? Hell yeah, absolutely. I traveled to Germany to wrestle. Because Holland is not that small, uh, not that big. I mean, so you're pretty fast in, in Germany. It takes me to get to the German border from my house in about an hour. So I'll travel to Germany and I'm wrestling in Holland. But I will go back to the United States and work on my wrestling even more. But I have to say I'm very confident now on the ground. I've been working a lot on my jiu-jitsu, on my grappling, my wrestling. So I feel confident. Nice. I feel confident. So if the, if the fight goes to the ground, I'm not going to panic. You know, I'm going to, I might surprise a lot of people. There you go. Now, who are you training with over in the Netherlands? I'm training with the uh, CSA Holland, but I have different coaches. I train uh, with my old uh, kickboxing coaches, my boxing coach, my wrestling coaches. Uh, I work with some judo guys and girls. So, yeah. I, nice. I, I keep busy, so I try a lot of different places, but my main team is CSA Holland. Nice. I remember the last time we talked, you were having a tough time because guys were intimidated by you. Uh, uh, I'm still single. Yes, so you're, so you're still single. Uh, you, you, you said that you'll try anything once, though, and that you put out on the first night. Is that still the case? What? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Say that again. All right. Okay. 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 You didn't actually say that, but but uh, okay. uh but but let's say okay. I, I know that like you are kind of intimidating. You're so strong and so muscular. Do, do you think guys are a little like they get kind of like they don't want to like try to kiss you because they're afraid that you're going to beat them up? But what does it say about the man? Yeah. Come on. It doesn't say anything about me. Weak it says sauce. something about the man. I'm, I mean. 
when I fight, okay, I admit I'm not always friendly. I don't always look cute or friendly. I don't have the cute blonde hair, blue eyes, and double D. I admit it. Okay, but besides that, I can be very sweet. I know. So no. it says. I think it says more about about the guy than about me, because I think if you're a confident guy, it doesn't matter what I do, because besides fighting, I'm a nurse. Yeah. No, no, I, I would actually try right away to hook up with you, just so for, for, like for the record. Uh, Don't now, lie to me because you're supposed to hook up, but you never tell me. <laughs> no, no, Marina, no, why are you giving me that look? Why are you giving me that look? This is, I'm just saying this, this should be a reminder. Yes. You know, you got to be a man of your word. I, I'm a man of my word. Thank I, you, Marina. Oh, Thank you're you. welcome. Now, <laughs> now uh, Jermaine, are you still a uh, nurse? Yes, I am. Nice. Now, you, were, you used to work with kids in uh, a psychotic ward, correct? Yes. I still do, but now I, have, I work with uh, young adults. Nice. So what kind of, what kind of things do you encounter on, a, on like a daily basis? Well, I work, on an emergency, I work in an emergency uh, psychiatric hospital on the emergency floor, so we get the, the, the weird cases, <laughs> I can say. That. Do you the, have like, very... a lot of uh, suicidal cases? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I, I've seen those with a lot of kids, too. But, yeah, we see the suicidal cases, the yeah. psychotic cases, the schizophrenia. Well, that's really nice that you do that. That's really, really nice that you do that. I mean, that's, I mean to, be, to be ranked one of the top females in the world and to be a full-time nurse helping the world, you're, 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 really, you're really something, you know? You know, but the thing is, I like to keep things different and always fighting, <laughs> fighting. I know it. I have felt the difference when I do something completely different. It keeps my mind out of fighting for a moment and it keeps me more focused. So when I'm in the gym, I really truly enjoy being there because it's my my quality time of the day. Yeah. I see so much pain, suffer and trouble in people's lives sometimes, you know, that it's so great to be in the gym and then got to do what you love to do. That's yeah. why I love love being a nurse and then go to the gym and be be me, be that fighter. I love it. I truly love it. Definitely both ends of the spectrum. You're uh, you're causing people pain and healing people's pain. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's true. The iron. I lady. keep it in balance. I yeah. like to keep it in balance. Now, uh, now Nick Diaz recently said uh, Caesar Gracie is a crook. Uh, I know that was your old coach. Do you have any th- comments on that? You know, I didn't train uh, a lot with Caesar for for a very long time. So, and the time that I met Caesar and. He coached me or he helped me out. He's always been very friendly to me. So I cannot judge anybody on somebody else's actions. You know, I have never had any problem with Caesar Gracie, so I cannot say much about it. Gotcha. I haven't I haven't seen a bad side or any side in a negative way so far. So Look at you. I cannot judge about it. Now you got a fight coming up in December. Against Sarah Kaufman. Sarah Kaufman's a tough chick. Uh, she's she's a a wily veteran. Uh, she's she's been around the block. How do you plan on beating Sarah Kaufman? I have the same game plan I always have when I step in the cage. I'm gonna try to rip your head off. I'm trying to <laughs> knock you out. That's my game plan always, and I don't change it. See, I don't focus on Sarah Kaufman. I I respect Sarah, and I'm. I'm very happy with the matchup. It's for me. It's an honor to fight a, a, a former champion like Sarah, but it doesn't change my plan. I'm coming in to be the best me I can be, and you know Sarah will be the best sh- 
Sure, she can be, and I think we're going to bang it out. I think this is going to be a very fun fight. I agree. You're always in fun fights. Your fights are always exciting. I've watched all your fights. They're always exciting. Yep. Uh, well, I, I, you know, I have to admit, I can, I can scrape a little bit on the boring factor. I can be a little bit more exciting. So in my, my old days, I was a little bit more exciting. So in my last fight, I, I finally found that, that, that joy again. So... This one is going to be even more fun. By the I way, I can tell you that. By the way, Bubba is in charge of this thing called Tip a Fighter, right? Where the um, the audience tips people for their fights, tips fights mm-hmm. for their fights. So, say I'm a big fan of Jermaine Durandame, which I'm sure you have tons of fans. Every time you come on the podcast, people love you, and they go, "You know what? This chick works hard. She's a nurse in her free time, in her job. She's she's knocking people out. Here's a hundred bucks. Here's fifty bucks. I just won a thousand dollars on uh, Jermaine. Here's fifty. Here's an extra." An extra hundred dollars, and, and and so it's something that I definitely think you should uh, do, right, Bubba? All right, I think she'd be a perfect candidate for it because you know she's really cool, she's a really nice person. This is the first time I've uh, I've met her, or heard her, heard her talk, or anything like that. But to know that she's out there supporting and helping people as far as being a nurse, and you know, then having this you know great fight career so far, you know, it's it, you like he said, Tyler both said, she's on both ends of the spectrum, so people can definitely show her love for a multitude of reasons and you know she has fans everywhere now especially after the podcast yeah so Jermaine I I would definitely get with Bubba and uh, sign up for this (laughs) you know I think if if there is any money or anything involved, just give it to a charity on animals or something. Yeah. Give it to something good. It's it's your money. You can you can decide if you want to give it to charity. Like there's a lot of fighters that we're signing up that are big name fighters, right? So some of them are like, well, I'd rather give it to a charity. That's fine. We can we can literally give all the money that you want for the charity. I would say give it to a charity. I'm happy. I'm healthy. I wake up healthy every day. You know, I'm surrounded by great people. Give it to to animals or a charity i would say else you know nice what kind of animals i would say uh yeah i truly love pit bulls so i would say give it to some i have a 90 pit bull pound pit bull yeah i got a pit bull myself i give it some give it some tips all day <laughs> exactly <laughs> buy some cookies for all the pit bulls yeah <laughs> buy cookies for the pit bulls i like that yeah that's very nice do you have a pit bull yourself I uh, I have one, and three days before my fight with Larissa, uh, my mom had to put him to sleep, so uh, <gasps> he's not with me anymore. Sorry to hear that. No, no, yeah. Well, thank you so much, but uh, yeah, it was sad. It hurts still every day, but why? Uh, why did you have to put it to sleep? Well, before I before I started my camp, he was already a little bit sick, mm-hmm. and but the doctor said he's doing well. He's doing well, and I even went with him to the forest the day before I flew out to uh, Texas. Everything was fine. The day I left, he didn't want to eat. My mom was like, oh, okay. I said, oh, he probably doesn't want to eat because I'm gone. And she'd be like, okay. And the day after he got sick, his kidneys uh, shut down. And uh, Mm. the doctor said, uh, he waited till your daughter was gone. He's really suffering and there's nothing we can do anymore. Oh, that's sad. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. When uh, when me and you move in together, we'll get a dog. <laughs> oh hell yeah! <laughs> well, we'll in have case a... you don't listen, I have to send the dog. Ooh. Thank you. Wow. You yeah. see, so it's not me then. Nice. So I'm not the bad one. It's the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I like you. She's she's a fun girl. Yeah. You you are a fun uh, the Iron Lady. I like it. I'm I'm a fan of the Iron Lady. Well, listen. You. Uh, you you're such a sweetheart. Uh, you have so many people that love you. Honestly, when you came on the podcast last time, my 
whole inbox was like, get her back on, get her back on. We love her, blah, blah, blah. And then people were sending me pictures of you knocking people out going, this could be you. I'm like, thanks, man. Appreciate it. So uh, we'd love to have you back on after your fight. Uh, good luck against Sarah Kaufman. We're all going to be rooting for you. Yes. And uh, take care, Jermaine. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much Bye-bye. for having me. Good, good luck. luck. Take good care. luck with everything. Thank you. Thank you. All right. That was Jermaine DeRandomay. She's so sweet, huh? Yeah, she was cool. I yeah. liked it. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, she's got like such a magnetic, positive, like... She's very, like, open and not um, machine-wise. Like, everybody's like, yeah, I'm very motiva- motivated to the fight, this the good fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, the press conference yesterday, you missed it. It was hilarious. Yeah, it was it, it was EJ Brooks against this kid from uh, from Jason Canada, Billy. Jason Novelli, and they were going at it. It wasn't like like the last one where it was like that wasn't very nice. Like these guys, EJ was like he he had, he had snaps ready. God damn it! it yeah, it was good. It was a good oh, press conference. Man, yeah, yeah, that sucks. I would. You didn't have to whip it into a frenzy. No, no, no. We had go. to. No, it was. It took care of itself. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Bubba was okay. dying laughing. Yeah, it was good. I Bubba. can't wait for Bubba's press conference. Oh yeah, oh, we're gonna man. get that. Me, that kid. Me he neither. Bubba's got a fight. You know about that, right? I know. I was here. Oh, yes, I know. Somehow well, I know. Yeah. I was here, and not only was I here, I was here a whole hour early. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I fucked that up. I know. A couple times. I did. I did do that. I did do that. But you've canceled on me last minute, so we're even. Oh, okay. <laughs> So, what else is going on? Um, uh, we're going to have talk to TJ Dillashaw, who just uh, just said he wants Johnson next, Demetrius Johnson next. It's always great when like I, I schedule these guys to do a podcast, and then they do another podcast right before it, and they break that news. It's oh, like, yeah. uh, what are you going to do? Uh, Phil Davis said, Bellator reunited my love and passion for MMA. Nice. Uh, yeah. It's good to hear. Yeah. I, you know, Phil Davis, I, I've always got the assumption that I like Phil Davis, that he didn't really love fighting. You know, I, I feel like he loves competing. He loves wrestling. Fighting, he just didn't seem like he really wanted to be in there. He was good at it, and he won. He beat some of the best guys in the world, but he just didn't really love being there. Right. No, I can see I can see you drawing that assumption. I don't really know if he loves it or not. You know, every time we talk about fighting or, you know, speak on it or watch it, you know, he's into it, but... Draw your own, own. For your inclusion, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he says he was, he's really happy. Uh, it was a really weird fight for me against Bader. I thought he beat Bader. I thought it was. Me too. I just thought that everyone was rooting. He he was such a was one of those cases where one guy is so favored over the other. They give the close rounds to the to the other to the underdog. Yeah. And even though the favorite won, he goes, I wanted to win every competition. In my head, it was just kind of a weird fight. Yeah, it was weird for us watching too. Now fighting for Bellator, I feel like my preparation reignited my love and passion for the sport. I'm very thankful. Not that it was necessarily a bad opportunity before. But I think it's a better opportunity where I am at now. You know, and that, that, that makes a lot of sense. You know, I, maybe he's better being a big fish in a smaller pond. Um, at the same time, Phil Davis can compete with anybody. Even the fights that he lost to Anthony Johnson and to Rashad Evans, he was never, he was hurt a, a little bit against Johnson, who Johnson, you know, pokes you and you're fucking hurt, but he was never out of the fight. The, the, the fights that he lost to Little Nog, I thought he won that fight. I think they gave it to Little Nog. Um, Bader, I thought, I thought he beat Nog. He beat Nagi. It was a close fight. Yeah, I think he won that fight. I think he, won he won that fight. fight. But I think um, the the Rumble fight was just a bad matchup for him. He, you know, not not there with his hands yet. Yeah, and Rumble's really really good at you know takedown defense. So. I've hung out with Phil a bunch of times though, and the guy could not be a nicer dude. Yeah, no, Phil's Phil's one of the good ones. 
Yeah, one of the good ones. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's one of the good ones. Yeah. It was funny. Yeah, so yesterday we had um him on with Daniel Cormier, who who uh, Cormier snubbed him at the uh, Olympic Center. He was like, <laughs> "Who is this nappy headed dude?" And then he, and he gave him ten guys that would beat him in the Junior Worlds. Bubba goes on and wins Junior Worlds, and now we we had we had uh we had Cormier on, yeah. and then Cormier's like, "Yeah, well, I did a good job motivating him, huh?" <laughs> 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 he took credit for it. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool, though. <laughs> that was pretty cool it's always fun to do a podcast when two out of the four people are looking at their phones the entire time that's always a that's always a real great thing going well, right? I'm, yeah you know well, who are you, what are you doing are you texting I'm, your no boo? I'm catching up on the underground I'm just oh. making sure that I'm like in the know oh really yes nice they, there's a thing of you hitting the mitts on one of the threads someone took a video of you hitting the mitts when I don't know it says Marina uh, Marina on the pads uh, and then it had you on the pads and- Interesting. Yes. <laughs> it was with what's the name? It was in uh, in uh, Glendale. Oh, that's a long time ago. Yeah, but it made it seem like it was like it yesterday. Was like yesterday. Yeah. No, definitely a long time ago. Oh, uh, I didn't I didn't watch the video, but uh, the people were saying you look tough on it. That's cool. Nice. <laughs> do you miss sparring? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do a lot. I miss wrestling. I had I had a whole bunch of people send me like highlight videos of the women's divisions and from um vegas Mm -hmm. and i was just like they're like the girl that uh won the gold in i think it was like 71 kilos or i don't know what the female she black girl no she's white she's white but uh i just watched this shit and i'm just like fuck i get goosebumps I would be such a good re- like I I'm not I would be such a good wrestler. I just miss fucking wrestling. Did you ever do a, an actual high school wrestling practice? Yeah, really? I used to be on the wrestling team in high school. Really? Yeah, and my sophomore year of um, high school, uh, I decided to go to be on the wrestling team, and I had a couple guys that were f- a couple of my friends that were like, "You do judo? Come to our wrestling practice." And I was like, "Okay," and I was. I was trying to lose weight because I was like really, I was just a chunker of a kid. Like my dad was a power lifter. My mom was a very curvy woman and I was just very thick for a kid. So I started going to all these wrestling practices and I would just fucking destroy everyone. So what happened? <laughs> they kicked me off the team because it wasn't, um, it wasn't a co-ed sport and the the, teeth, the the instructor or the, the coach at the time didn't want to take the time to fill out the co-ed paperwork. What a dick. So he Are kicked you kidding me, me After like, I was on the team for like three or four weeks and I was like always training in like sweats and stuff. That was the first time what I ever idiot. got ringworm was because mm-hmm. of those fucking mats. If I would have had a girl, kids. if I was coaching and a girl on the team like that, I would have been like, I would have filled that out the first day. Yeah. <laughs> I no. mean, what an asshole coach. What an idiot of a coach. Yeah. yeah. You gotta be, what a and like all the I remember because like I wasn't really well known in high school like I was very I maybe had seven friends with my you know if if I count but I slept any opportunity to sleep I slept I slept during lunch I slept during study hall I because I was training all the time I was training Monday through Saturday going right to judo after school and finally I found like I had a little bit of time and I wanted to join the wrestling team and I did there was a girl one time that like came to watch her cousin. It's like it was a Persian, a little Persian girl, and uh, 
she was sitting there like back when sidekicks were big. Remember when sidekicks? Mm-hmm. So she was on a sidekick the whole time, yeah. And she's sitting there watching her cousin. I got, I'm coaching the practice, and I'm like, hey, do you want to join the team? You know, because I'm always trying to get kids to join the team. And then she's like, sure. So she comes in and takes down like 10 dudes in a row. Like, like never even, like, <laughs> <laughs> never, hopped off the couch. It hopped yeah. off the couch. I don't think she's ever played this sport again, right? And she was like, I, I mean, she was a cute girl. Like, she was cute. I was like, not like I think she's cute, it's, but like the little kids, I could see yeah. how a 10 year, 11 year old would be attracted to it right mm-hmm. so I was like uh, uh, the next day I'm like does anybody have that girl's number and the, <laughs> and like the, the half the team raised their hands I was like wait, wait a minute <laughs> what the fuck's going on here right <laughs> so then I like called her at home I'm like we gotta get this girl on the team this is fucking ridiculous. I, 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 I'm excited I was right. pumped and they're like she wouldn't call me back. I was like, oh, great, another girl not calling me back in my life. Right? <laughs> so, so then, uh, uh, like, it was over Christmas break. It was over. I go, whatever happened to Amanda? I think her name was Amanda. They're like, oh, she said wrestling was too easy and joined the football team. Oh. <laughs> I was like, she came, like, what the? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's hilarious. That's tough. That's bad. <laughs> when I, when wait, I wait, wait, is she to... saying football's harder than wrestling? I, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. She ain't been, and she was only, you had a sucky ass room. You should have took her ass to a tournament real quick. Yeah, I, I, when I when Shoot I taught line. when I taught jujitsu uh, kids jujitsu back in New York, there was this one girl that I used to coach. Her name is Juliana, and she had this crazy wild curly fucking hair. And she just started going to the classes because her older brother was going, and she just had such natural ability. She was like a little tiny bear cub. I've never seen somebody just know what to do. Yeah. Like, and she would just come on with like shorts and a t shirt and. She's constantly like wiping the hair off of her face because it was all sticking. She never wore a rubber band that was tight enough. But like I have never seen such beautiful, beautiful hip throws. And like for somebody to know what a foot sweep is without really knowing what a foot sweep is at that young of an age was she? I think she was only like eleven or twelve when she started. We had we had one kid. When me and Connor Hewn was the coach. Connor was a ex strike force fighter. I love Connor, but he was like he he was like he was he was a fun coach. But he had like torn like his knee and he was coaching. And uh, he he was funny. He he had less patience than I had with the kids, yeah. you know. Oh yeah, you gotta, you gotta have a... be patient with wrestling and little kids. That's you, for sure. Super patient, you know. You gotta make it fun. I didn't realize that my first time there. I figured if I just threw him, showed him one move like a Japanese arm throw, no one be able to defend it. So yeah. yeah. win every match. And like <laughs> like, and then I quickly learned we gotta do the basics. Yeah. Right. So, but but I remember we had a match, and I'm like, all right, guys, we got a match. Everyone get into the cars with their family, and this one kid shows up. This little black kid with like. Like, no, I don't think he had wrestling shoes. And it was like a month into the season. So I'm like, this kid's like, I'm like, who are you? He's like, Titus. I'm like, what are you doing here? I'm here for the wrestling match. And then uh, I was like. He showed up day of the match? Day of the match. (laughs) And then I was like, well, have you ever wrestled before? And he's like, with my brothers. And then someone's like, I don't think he goes to our school. <laughs> like, <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> and then, uh, and then the other coach was like, Dixon. He's like, "Yo, put him in." I'm like, "I can't put him in, dude." Like, he's like, "Well, what if he surprises us?" I go, "What if he gets, what if he gets his fucking neck broken?" Yeah. Like, and we have a lawsuit. I, I, I cannot put him in to the match. Titus. <laughs> yeah. I don't go no, to school you, at all. You got, you got middle school age kids, right? My yeah. mom would drop me off here. I know it's coed, but is it still? Like all, like the girls wrestle boys, the boys wrestle yeah, girls. Yeah, but what usually happens is first day of practice, like we usually get like, not this year, but sometimes we'll get four or five girls to come out for the team and they think it's a joke. Most, except for like one of them, they're all wearing their jewelry and they think it's like, you know, 
it's a joke. And then when they realize it's actually like, like wrestling practice and it's not swimming. They, yeah. Well, they think it's like like wrestling as if you do it in like a PE class where everyone learns wrestling for five, for five minutes. And then when they realize. I never learned wrestling. So, in PE sometimes class. they, have, <laughs> in sometimes they have wrestling in PE classes. Maybe in his border program. Yeah. <laughs> they had wrestling if I put my hands on anybody during PE class, I was immediately <laughs> getting whistled at and put in the fucking corner. Dude, my, my PE class in seventh grade, we eighth grade, we had like every bad kid was in my eighth grade class. Yeah. And then uh, somebody, the first day of class, took this like nerdy kid, Michael Hack. I remember because Michael Hack, I, I, he took his glasses and threw it in the toilet and peed on it, right? Oh. The, like, and then we didn't have gym for like nine weeks until someone admitted that they took. And so oh, every day we just man. sat in a circle for 45 minutes <laughs> until oh. someone admitted that they took Michael Hack's glasses. That's fucking hilarious. Do you remember who took his I was glasses? Say, who did no, I, I still have to this Bo's day. over here like, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> 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 do, do we? There was a fight one time between like this kid Jason Dorfman, who's now like in jail, and Seth. Uh, I think it was Noah Schwartz, but it was my friend. They were fighting in gym class. Schwartz, and they course. were like, they were, but it was like the worst fight ever. And the gym teacher goes, "These guys couldn't draw bloods if I gave them knives." Like he was encouraging the fight. Like always fun when the adult in the situation is like trying to. Let's go, guys! It just so happens I have so, knives. That's really funny because me and my middle brother would get into it all the fucking time all the time we would just because we just did not like each other we were always arguing there was one time where we started like he pushed me and i fucking threw his ass and i i i saved his life because as i was throwing him as i was throwing him i saw that his head was gonna hit like the radiator like the corner of the radiator and i yanked him and my dad is just kind of like sitting there smoking a cigarette and he's just like Mm-hmm. <laughs> Figure it out. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's right. Figure it out. Like, I never had wow. any... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I... I, I, that's like in like New York and like my like prep school was, was like that they would like sometimes they would bring the kids before I was there they'd bring if kids yeah, were but fighting before, they'd, they'd give them boxing gloves yeah and they'd, and they'd let them figure it out really like, let, it, let, like, you, let them figure it out so like, what am I like, doing my kids like now if, 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 if like if, if teachers, Pussies get away if with shit. If teachers gave the kids boxing gloves and told them to work it out, it would be on the front page of the post. You know what, you though? Know? Like, they need awful. to sign a waiver. Like, you just need to do, like, you just need to write down, like, a small contract and just sign, both people sign it, and then, like, there's... there's well, in wrestling, you do figure it out. You know, wrestling... Yeah. Practice. I mean, but most of the time, you can just wrestle off and, and have a good time as far as, like, an argument goes. But I've been in some uh, locker room altercations where <laughs> they've never been... Okay, we had this one guy, he... He pissed on people in the shower, right? Stop so, it. Yeah. So, so as you, a funny thing? Yeah, it's a funny thing. And and it, it didn't turn funny. It wasn't me, obviously. <laughs> I didn't I didn't get pissed on. Wait, how many well, of you had ringworm? Because you can't like pull it pull it off at like I'm disinfecting I you. Ha ha ha. I never got ringworm. A lot of people was like, that's impressive. that's crazy. I, I never got ringworm. I, you know, I just never did. Um, but we were in the we were all, you know, in the locker room after practice one time, and a guy put, you know, shampoo in his hair, mm-hmm. couldn't see, obviously, he was washing the shampoo out, and the kid came and pissed on him, but he was standing outside of the shower, you know, to outside of where the water was coming down so he could put the, so he can get the stuff off, but he felt the kid piss on him, and he knows, we all know that that kid every now and then comes around and piss on people. <laughs> so he washed the, you know, the shampoo out of, <laughs> he washed the shampoo out of his eyes, and they just started going at it. In the shower, you know, naked. Uh, butt ass naked. That's they every guy's like, nightmare. Penis is just <laughs> oh, yeah. fight. <laughs> 
Yeah. Penises you're like, just flying so you're everywhere. Like, you're interested in who's going to win the fight because it was, it was actually two decent good wrestlers. You know, <laughs> Wait. But you didn't want to watch the fight because they were butt-ass naked. And they you're were like, like oh, usually. Oh, so, oh. Were, were, were they with Tip a Fighter? No, they were not with Tip a Fighter. <laughs> oh. But they were like, it was like in the shower and the shampoo just rained down. So it was so like they, a slippery men-on-men fight. See, oh. that's, <laughs> why, that's why that's every dude's God nightmare because you got to have a stronger desire to whoop a dude's ass. Ads, yeah. then, th- then how much you don't want his dick to touch yeah. you. That's that's a lot of anger. Was there a boner timeout or anything? <laughs> there was no boner timeout. <laughs> but one guy did get his ass whooped. And the bad thing about it is he choked him out. So he choked him out in like a rear naked. So you're getting <laughs> choked out with the guy's balls on your uh, back. So it was actually pretty funny. We never oh, let him live man. it down. But. If you're going to set any kind of dominance, that's the way to do so it. So before we talk to Either TJ. I'll choke you out or I'll fuck you in your ass. Oh. <laughs> one of those. Or come close to it. <laughs> so before we talk to TJ Dillashaw, I want to thank, <laughs> I wanna thank our sponsors, American Icon Autographs, AIASE.com, the best sports and celebrity memorabilia and events. Build your man cave right now, as well as Camara Coffee. Uh, Camara Coffee has the best coffee with nootropics I've ever tasted. K-I-M-E-R-A-K-O-F-F-E-E.com. Check it out. Become the legend, Camara Coffee, uh, as well as Tip a Fighter. It's time for fighters to get paid more. I'm telling you, I talked to that girl in Invicta. She was thrilled with yeah. how she's doing. That's what's up, man. It's about you know helping the fighters getting that extra revenue stream. So we are gonna call the UFC champion right now, a guy who's fighting Dominic Cruz coming up in Boston. This guy just came off a hunting trip, TJ. So he just got back today from hunting. Um, great guy. I mean, I he's he's killing it. Hello? Hey, is this TJ Dillashaw? Yes, it is. Hey, you're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Bubba Jenkins, Marina Shafir, Tyler Bowe. What's up? Me, Adam Hunter. How are nice. you? How are you, TJ? Doing good, man. You, you just got back from a hunting trip? Yeah, I'm, uh, I just got back uh, in the town. I'm actually still in Colorado, but that's where I went hunting. Oh, nice. Did you uh, eat any, yeah. good, you eat any, any, any good prey? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got pretty good elk. Nice. There you go. There you go. Uh, yeah. Now, do you hunt and eat it, or you just, cause you just like want to, you hunt and eat it, right? Yeah, it's, uh, I've grown up that way my whole life, man. <laughs> so that's the way I was raised. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't, I don't mind that. Hunting and eating is one thing. It's when these guys just like just get bored and go shoot a lion in Africa, and it's like, come on. <laughs> yeah, that's shit. What the fuck, the fuck are you doing? Now, uh, TJ, man, you are on fire. You are looking amazing. Your last fight with Baral was, I mean, did you know it was that it was going to happen that way? Um, you know, that's what that's what I was believing. You know, I was believing in myself that I was going to come out and kind of just punk him and, uh, and and finish the fight faster. You know, I was hoping to. To just kind of get in his head and make him realize that he's in for another long night. Well, he was in for another long night, and this guy, this guy Baral, uh, people were saying that like, you know, one of the most dominant champions ever. This and that. I mean, you just straight out you destroyed him, dude. You lit him up with like twenty five, thirty unanswered punches at the end. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, <laughs> it was pretty damn awesome. Now you got a fight coming up against Dominic Cruz, who. Uh, you guys are already going back and forth. Cruz, Cruz is a, is a, is a monster. Both of you guys are monsters. Yeah. Uh, now, according to Dominic Cruz, 
He said about you, he hasn't fought anybody to be champion. TJ Dillashaw still needs to fight somebody as good as me to even believe in himself. He has no clue what he's facing. He has no clue what it is to become a real champion, to face a real champion, because he has given him an opportunity for me being hurt. Hanan was an interim belt holder, and then he beat the interim belt holder to be champion. I don't think so. He's lucky I've been hurt. Uh, how would you respond to that? <laughs> you know, I mean, the guy's just trying to stay relevant. You know, he's been, he's been out of the game for the last four years. He's had one fight. Um, and he's just trying to let everyone know that he thinks he's the best. But uh, he's in for a rude awakening when he gets in. Man. I mean, I'm, I'm faster. I'm more dangerous. You know, I got better stand-up. I feel like I'm a more well-rounded fighter as well. You know, if a fight ever goes to the ground, he's going he's gonna to be surprised as well. So, um, you know, like I said, he's just being relevant. So I'm not, I'm not too worried about it. Now you said he hits like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he got, he got a little, he got a little soft hands, man. You ever shaking the guy's hands? Even I mean, I don't even know how he even makes a fist. It, it doesn't make sense. He's got these tiny little hands. I don't even think they could hurt you. Wow. Uh, now, now you also then today you said that you want to fight Demetrius Johnson after you fight Cruz. <clears throat> I haven't said that yet, but I wouldn't mind fighting Demetrius Johnson. You know, I mean, obviously, the guy is uh, the top pound list. He's, I think, he's one of the best fighters in the world. And uh, I think it would be, be a great fight for him. And, uh, yeah, it'd be something for the fans as well. Nice. I mean, you, now, are you concerned about Demetrius' speed at all? Uh, he's definitely fast. I mean, that's something I'd have to <clears throat> get ready for. But, uh, no, I'm not, I'm not too worried about it. All right. Now, now you. it seems like there's been a lot of drama in in your life but not your fault it's not your fault it's just shit around you uh you know the whole uriah faber and uh and coach Dwayne ludwig had a big falling out you went to colorado now faber and ludwig are going back and forth on the internet uh you're kind of like the, the like the the child and that the parents are fighting over <laughs> um yeah. well, how are you dealing with the situation um, you know, I, I'm I'm doing whatever I know that is best for myself, and uh, that's being with both both places. You know, I got to be with Team Alpha Male. Those are the guys that are pushing me every day in practices and, and the sparring, and keeping me sharp and keeping me, uh, you know, <clears throat> motivated to keep getting better. And then the same thing with Dwayne. Dwayne's out here, you know, giving me the technique, and there's a lot of good guys out here to train with as well. But uh, you know, just having Dwayne's eyes on me every day and, and pushing me, you know, me. <clears throat> that, that helps me out so much, and I, I think he's the best coach in the world. And that's why I'm not here. Um, with their, their two beef, it's just real unfortunate, man. I think it's just uh, you know, different personalities, and then some things got spun the wrong way with the media, and um, you know, just didn't, didn't didn't help out at all. Um, they wanted to, you know, Dwayne definitely wants me to train with Team Alpha Male. He just wants to be a part of my training while he's out here, and so uh, I'm just going to continue to split the time. If I've learned anything about coaching. You know, it's sometimes you click with people and sometimes you don't click with other people and you just got to leave yeah. it at that. And then everything else, it's it's like especially like in in gyms, if you don't click with someone, you just stay away from them and let everybody else kind of have their relationships with them if they have them. But it's it's very uh, cut and dry very much in that in that sense. Like you just gotta let these people have the relationships they have. Like if it works for him. So you're saying let him. let Uriah and and then uh, Dwayne kind of do their thing, and he just sort of just does yeah. his own thing. I'm not saying that. I mean, he's doing the right thing. Yeah. It's up to them. He's not gonna really. Now, do now somebody said that Cody Garbrandt called you out. Is that true? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> 
Oh, okay. I mean, not that I know of. All I mean, right. It'd be a new team for me, but you know, me and Cody are homeboys. And then, uh, what's his name? Conor McGregor was telling Uriah that you're a snake. And that, uh, <laughs> w- what was that about? You know, it's just a way for Conor to get under Uriah's skin. He saw that it bothered him at the beginning of the season. And uh, it's just something he stuck with. And uh, he'll continue to stick with throughout the show. I mean, he, he kind of um, really harped on him. And it, it, you can tell it, it kind of flusters Uriah. It bothers him. So uh, he's going to stick with it. You know, it's... Uh, just stupid shit. Just wait for him to get under his skin. Now, how do you think you would do against Connor? Man, I think I'd do good, man. I think I got the speed for it. You know, he's obviously a, a real big guy. He cuts a lot of weight to make 45s. Um, but I, I think I'm, I'm faster. You know, I'd be able to use my hands and uh, my angles on him. And then as well, as I saw, you know, Chad put some holes in his game with the wrestling. And he's got to get better at getting off his back. Um, he dealt with it with Chad, but I feel if Chad would have been a fresh opponent, it'd been a lot harder for him. But so, do, uh, but don't you think yeah. that like like your next fight after let let's say you beat Dominic Cruz, which I, I personally I think that Cruz is not ready for you. You know, I just think that you've been in there. You know, coming back to a fight against you is just, I think it's too much for anybody. But don't you think that fighting like calling out Connor next as opposed to DJ, I mean, you beat Demetrius Johnson. People are gonna say, yeah, but you beat a guy at 125, you know. Whereas you beat yeah. you beat Conor McGregor, you beat the 145 pound champion. I mean, that's more money and more accolades, no? Yeah, he definitely got he's got definitely got more hype behind him. You know, even if he's not the champion, you know, I don't even know if he's gonna beat Aldo. Um, but just the guy in general, he's gonna he's gonna bring attention to the fight. He's done a great job marketing himself. Um, no matter what, yeah, I think he's he's the part of the bigger fight. By the way, your, your your wife is super hot. Just want to let you know. You have a very <laughs> I appreciate you, it, man. You, I, I met your wife, and damn, good good work on that, man. Really good work. Yeah, I'm on lucky, that. man. You're lucky. Now, 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 I know that like, is it hard because like you're so high as a fighter? You know, you're in front of all these people. You, you're millions of people. You're winning. You're beating Burrell. You get home and like you 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 slept with your wife before, but you kind of know what's going to happen. Do you, does she have to like dress up and stuff and do kinds <laughs> of cool things in the bedroom? <laughs> Nah, man, we we got a we got a great uh, great life, man. I mean, it, it's uh, it, it's really good. I mean, I'm I'm real fortunate, um, in, in all areas, and she keeps me grounded, and uh, you know, it's, it's been so, wonderful. So there's no role playing at all. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Oh, you do, nice. So okay, so what do you do? So what do you do? Like you're like uh, uh, what like how do you how do you role play? You're like I'm. <laughs> I'm not gonna get into this with you, man. <laughs> no, it's just between me and you, man. No one else will listen. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. uh, so you come home and you're like, "I am the alpha, alpha male. I'm the champion." Does she like? Does she? Does she like? Oh, well, you're not the champion in this. Bed. Shit, like, she'll just fucking laugh, laugh her ass off. <laughs> I, know, I know who runs that place. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, now, who do you think? By the okay, so Aldo versus McGregor. Who do you think wins? Man, I'm thinking Aldo's gonna win. I mean, as long as. Uh, I, I believe Aldo is mentally tough. You know, he's been champion for so long, and he's pound for pound the best fighter in the world. Um, as long as he doesn't let McGregor get under his skin and, and uh, mess up his game too much, I really think Aldo is the better fighter. You know, he's um, man, he's good. I, I'm thinking Aldo's going to squeak this one out. Um, it's going to be a tough fight, though. You know, I mean, he he fights Connor's games, he stays on his feet, and fights him where you know Connor's got the best chance. It's it's a tougher fight, you know. I mean, hopefully he watched the Mendez and Mendez fight. 
Now, uh, Paige Van Zandt has dated two teammates of yours. Uh, <laughs> she's she's dated Touchy Feely and then Cody mm-hmm. No Love, and and now she's broken up with both of them. Who's she dating now? Give us give us a scoop. Shoot, man, I don't know. I, I have no idea. You know, I think she's trying to stay single. Maybe it's maybe it's better for her career. Maybe she's uh, don't want any drama. I'm not really sure. Now, Bubba, have you ever trained with TJ? Uh, with TJ or no? I haven't trained with any of the guys, but uh, no. I, I said I was gonna. I said to myself that one of these days I'm gonna go up there to Alpha Male. But you, you go up to that type of gym, and I'm down here in LA, so to go up there six hours, you gotta be ready for that shit. They ain't playing up there, dog. They, that's some serious striking. Striking. <laughs> yeah, but, I ain't gonna be able oh, to man. go out there and we wrestle love, Lance Palmer to, to death. You, you know, what Dude, I mean? you're a Division One national champion. You keep, yeah. you, keep, you can't hang with these guys. Oh, I, I definitely can. Oh, but sure, I'm sure. saying I got to mentally be. I, I ain't just gonna wake up and be like. Like you know what? Eh, it's fucking Tuesday. I'm gonna go train with Alpha Male. You know what I mean? I just I got you. Got to be ready for that shit. You right? I mean, they got champions to punch champions, baby. Yeah. Come on, son. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, how do you see Mendez versus uh, Edgar going? Obviously, Edgar yeah, that's a, Mendez that's, your boy. That's but. an awesome fight, man. I'm pumped for that one. Um, that's, that's a big name for Chad to fight. You know, it's another big fight. Get back in there and and prove how good he is. You know, I mean. Chad's one of the toughest guys I've ever practiced with. By far the strongest and most naturally gifted athlete. You know, I mean, shit just comes so easy to him. You know, it's almost not even fair. It kind of pisses me off. <laughs> uh, can Uriah Faber's twi- uh, chin twerk? <laughs> so you've never seen it twerk before? Because I heard it can twerk, uh, but... Do you have any any no? All right. So so who are the guys that we don't know about the team Alpha Male? Who 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 are the guys that you think is like the next up and coming guys? The guys that uh, aren't in the UFC that you don't even know about? Yeah. You know we got this kid uh, Eric Sanchez. He's he's got to put some stuff together. He's a one forty five one fifty five pounder, super tough, talented kid. Um, you know I, I, he's always been one of my best sparring partners. I've been in the gym so. Uh, you know, I got some. I got some uh, big belief in him. Um, we got some young kid, young kids that have been training with us since they're like twelve. Like uh, kid Bopo, little guy, one twenty five pounder, that's going to make the scene. Um, yeah, we, we we have such a tough room. It's crazy. I mean, I can keep going. Wait, know, who but, was that uh, little guy? I, I I met some little kid at Chad Mendez's after party. He was a national champion at like one eight. He was wasted out of his mind. Who was that little Mexican kid? That I'm was not like, sure. I was there, uh, but I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. There was a national champion who was like one eighteen. The kid, the kid was. St- Drunk out of his ass, but like everyone's <laughs> like, this kid can wrestle his ass off. I guess he was, was, he dancing, I he was dancing on the couches. Weight class, dude. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I think in like no, I think in like college he was one eighteen, like wrestling. There is no one eighteen. Oh, there's not. What he's telling. Yeah, oh, there, oh, oh, there was when I was a kid. What's a, what's the lightest? Oh, the lightest is one twenty five. Oh, it used to be one eighteen. Oh, yeah, well, we, that was I'm fucking old, in nineteen ninety six. Oh, thanks. Wow. <laughs> so yeah. wow. Now, now, now. By the way, we've been doing these things on the show called press conferences, oh my right? God. The best press conferences MMA has to offer. Where we have two fighters who are fighting each other on the show that are we're gonna we're gonna hype the fight. Dominic Cruz agreed to have a press conference with you. Uh, would okay. you Would you be on the show with him? <laughs> Sure, okay. Fuck yeah. Next week, guys. <laughs> Next week, it's the MMA roasted. Uh, who knows? He, he might he, like may get hurt during the press TJ, conference. TJ, I'm changing, or no, not me, but Adam is changing his pants right now because oh. he wet himself from excitement. I, I do. I just busted all over Marina's chest. Jesus Listen, I'm, 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 I'm telling you, we are going to have a press conference next week. TJ Dillashaw versus Dominic Cruz. I wanted to know it. Uh, 
TJ, who's your top five fastest guys in MMA? Now, I believe that you think you're one of the five. I mean, you're not going to be faster than me, but it's okay. <laughs> who's your top five fastest guys in MMA? Because I know you're you're built on speed for sure. So who are they? Man, top five fastest, obviously Demetrius. I mean, he just fought one of the fastest as well, as long as he's got cardio. That's Sean Dobson. Um, shoot, man. Um for their weight class I mean, I'm, I'm stumping right now obviously myself I definitely think I'm fast two more um, you know, two Cruz more. got some fast footwork but I don't think his hand speed is fast yeah uh, I don't know Frankie's pretty fast too yeah Frankie, Frankie's oh, got yeah, some Frankie's speed fast. on him yeah, I mean uh, what's the name uh, Mendez I'm trying to Mendez is pretty fast I mean that fake double overhand right yeah. is, is, is explosive yeah he's, he's really explosive yeah I just forgot about Mendez I think Frankie's always been so fast though because of the guys he's been going against you know watching him drop down to 45s you know, guys are catching a little bit catching a little bit on the speed because he's not fighting 55s anymore yeah that's true that's a very good point uh, now who do mm-hmm. now uh, Gustafson or Cormier who wins uh, I think Cormier does, man. He's got that wrestling grind. He's going to go uh, with the wrestler. Strong. I knew that. He, I already knew his pick. <laughs> uh, Kane versus Verdum, the rematch. Who wins that fight? Uh, I think Kane does. You know, I think Kane was surprised with uh, the altitude. Um, Verdum's tough, man. Super tough. And he's had some great fights. We're on a good win streak. But uh, I think Kane gets it back. Ronda versus Holly Holm. Uh, Ronda, 100%. Now, She's looking so good, man. Her hands are looking awesome. Um, I'm real impressed. Real, real impressed. Hey, TJ, uh, having fought John Dotson, how awesome was it to watch him uh, get his pants beaten off him by uh, DJ? <laughs> it was, uh, especially because he's been talking so much crap and stuff, too. I, didn't, I knew he was going to lose the fight. Um, I just knew he didn't have the cardio. You know, he's a, he's a two-round fighter. So it, it was nice to, to see that happen. You kind of keep him level. <laughs> now, why is Brian Caraway <laughs> ducking your eye favor? <laughs> um, maybe it's just because he trained with us and he knows that's a tough fight for him. You know, I feel Caraway's uh, really, really a mentally weak uh, fighter. He gets real, real nervous, and uh, you know he's looking for I think the easiest way to to build his name. You know, he's been calling out guys that have been out forever. He wanted to fight Wyland, been out with injuries for a long time. Now he's calling out um, shoot, uh, what's his name? Had the broken hands in an away class. Creepy, Uncle Creepy, uh-huh. Uncle Creepy. No, 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 not Uncle Creepy. Uh, blonde kid. Um, fought for the title against Burrell. Shoot. Oh, uh, blonde kid. Oh, um, the kid uh, from uh, Modesto. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That Uriah Faber beat. Michael McDonald. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's called McDonald. Now he's trying to call it McDonald, which has been off forever, you know. I just think he knows it's a tough fight. Tough fight for him to win. All right, I know you're married, but all right, fuck, marry, kill. Right, Rhonda, <laughs> Rhonda, Misha, or Paige Van Zant. Go. Fuck, <laughs> Mary Kill. Uh, I'm marrying Rhonda, man. She's on the rise. Um, be some good kids. There'd be some good genetic kids right there. Champions, baby. Yeah, Champions. Exactly. That was a good you go. pick. Now you're really thinking that too. was a good pick. All right, so um, Rhonda. All right. I'm gonna have to shoot, man. I'm gonna have to kill Misha and fuck Paige. She's on the team, right? <laughs> Marina agrees. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
That's funny. <laughs> that that is funny. Put me on the spot. Of course, man. Of course. Listen, man. You're a champion for a reason. You're a great champion. Hopefully, you'll be the champion for a long time. Uh, thank you so much for coming. I'm holding you to this. Next week, press conference with Dominic Cruz. TJ, uh, <laughs> right. you are the best. Oh, by the way, TJ, there's this thing Bubba started. Okay, it may be for good you or your teammates. Actually, good it's you. Ca- it's called yes, good you. It's called it's good you. It's called tip a fighter. Right, where the crowd, uh-huh. the crowd can tip fighters for their performance. So let's say you go out okay. there and you just fucking knock Cruz out in one round. You made a ton of people a lot of money. Let's say a million people all bet on you. They're like, "Hey, man, I'm throwing this guy twenty bucks. Now you have twenty million dollars." Uh, it's great for some of you. Also, your team alpha male guys who are not as paid that well as you are. So Bubba Jenkins yeah, is in yeah. charge. Bubba, explain. Well, I talked to a couple of the guys about it. I haven't talked to TJ about it. My, my man TJ's been the champion, so he he be on that CPT, that champion people time. So it's it's understandable <laughs> that we haven't gotten to wrap it up in, in a long time. But no, um, yeah, it's basically we, we, we create a profile for you on our website. We got an app coming here in the next 30 days or so. And you pretty much put your profile up there. You put your picture up there and people come to our website, especially after the fights, after the UFC fight nights and the Bellator fights and stuff like that but we get thousands of people hitting up the website because they want to know who's on our roster they want to know who they can tip who just fought that they can actually support and it's just a, yeah. another way for the fans to show their support and care for the fighters i mean a lot of people really really love this sport and they're just like you know it's not like the nfl where the guys are getting millions and millions of dollars on their contract yeah. these, these guys you know are making uh some would say pennies on the on the dollar and fight fans are like you know what i would give that guy a hundred bucks because i don't care what he made for the contract i give him a hundred bucks because I love the way he fights. I, I think that's an exciting way to fight, especially if they win money. So it's something that, you know, I think a lot of alpha male guys would be good at because they have fans from wrestling, they have fans from MMA, they have fans from the, the Ultimate Fighter shows, and they're really exciting fighters. So, you know, you're, you're right down that alley. Yeah, I like it, Max. That's a good idea. Yeah, so tell us. I like so, it. So I'll have, have Bubba again talk to, contact with you. But next week, press conference, Dillashaw versus Cruz, MMA Roasted Podcast. Boom. I can't wait. TJ, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. Make love to your hot wife tonight, okay? Uh, I thought you were going to say for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, not for me. Somehow I want to get involved. Do it for I'm, yourself. I'm gonna, we're we're going to role play. She'll be Adam Hunter. Huh? Yeah, she'll be a stuttering fucking <laughs> no, guy. No, please, please don't. Please don't. Yes, that would be amazing. Please don't. Yes, do that. Please don't. Quick cock walk at me, man. This is my fucking dream, okay? Listen. <laughs> so, so thank you so much, TJ. I appreciate it. Absolutely, man. No problem. Anytime. Take care. That was the champ, TJ Dillashaw. Next great. week, the best press conference brought to you yeah. this year in 2015. Cruz yeah. is going to have a sore throat. It'll be great. Right? Are you excited for the press I'm conference? I'm excited about the, about the press conference. By the way, Shane and Jessamyn want to know when they can come back on again. Oh, really? Yeah, they want to come on next week. All right, done. Yeah. Absolutely, that was a great time. Yep. They, uh, are they, they going to get drunk again like last time? I don't know about that because Shane is getting ready for her pro wrestling debut next week in Reno. Really? Yeah. Does she have to be like, she can get drunk for that though. Well, no, no, no. She treat, she's treating it like a fight camp. Oh, really? Yeah, she's been super strict with her diet and stuff, not drinking. Oh, we'll definitely yeah. have him back. They came on last time. It was uh, Marina's birthday. It was my birthday. And they were all getting ready to go to a strip club. It was on a Tuesday. And Shane and Brian like, going up we, on a Tuesday? No, no, we called it Titty Tuesday. <laughs> Shane brought <laughs> like a bottle of Jack. You know, Johnny and, Walker. Johnny Walker. And was like downing it. And Jessamine could not have been more embarrassed. It was it, hilarious. It was, <laughs> and, and she got drunk before like four o'clock. It was awesome. She kept trying to make out with everybody. Everyone. Everybody. <laughs> she was making out with the computers. It, it, was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was so funny. That was one of the most fun times I ever had. Yeah. It's funny 
funny though because people like sometimes I'll go on the message boards and I'll read stuff and that's like, one that's revisited a lot but they're also like that was the most they said the people to go listen I hated Shayna up until that podcast and now I'm a fan for life it's funny because it was just her being her yeah. it, there was no editing trick, which wasn't promoting a fight yeah. sometimes like you know the people, ultimate fighter fucks with your character on TV yeah I'm telling you it so, does so like it was funny because people were like they're like oh I love Shayna Baszler now I'm a huge Baszler fan and I, I'm a big Shayna Baszler fan I, I, I like Shayna you know Shayna I feel like in some ways you know as good as she is it would have been better had she started like three years ago and now was hitting her peak you know I feel like a lot of women MMA girls yeah but she started like 15 years but ago but I'm saying back when no one even it was not even like no one even paid attention yeah it but that's been, like saying every other fighter should have you know no, I'm saying there are certain guys like Din Thomas. I was talking to Din Thomas. Yeah. Like Din Thomas was a guy that I, I talked to last week. I go, you, you know, you can just say Dean. Dean, <laughs> Dean Thomas, right? I didn't realize how good a fighter he was until I went back on Fight Pass and watched all his old fights because I wasn't that big into the sport back when he was hitting his peak. Mm. And I, and I'm, not, and I'm not knocking Shayna for that. I just feel like, uh, in some ways, like it's always the early. Rappers that got screwed, the, the pioneers, the pioneers, because they're the one first ones doing it, you know. And then the guys like you're telling me that you know it, Curtis Blow isn't a better rapper than fucking T Pain, okay? But also, <laughs> but I guarantee T Pain's making a lot more fucking money. She's part of a generation too where failure wasn't you weren't so punished for being for failing for losing like they understood like back then in the day it's very much understood that it's a competition someone has to win someone has to lose and now it's like shit you lose it's, it's, it's fucking over. brutal like you you can't you can't go you can't you, you lose once and it's like you should just fucking quit. It's a sport. Yeah. Are you talking about four, with the business though, or with the fans? Ending. I think you're talking about no, social media. Both, both. It's yeah. both, both. Yeah. Like I, you know, I have a really good relationship with Shannon App, and she called me. For example, like she called me right after my fight and was like, "Look, we're here. Like, you let me know when you're ready to get back in there. You know." And she's like, "I know you just need experience." So it's really just relieving to have somebody. That understands that. I tell people all the time. I go, you look, like I was talking yesterday. We were talking about this to uh, Bubba. We were talking about we were talking about how, like, for wrestlers, like like Bubba Jenkins losing his like fourth fight or whatever it was, or Steve Mako, you know, who was an Olympian wrestler, yeah. losing his fight. Sometimes, like, you have to lose to take the sport seriously. Yeah, you know, or no, or to get better. But also, you have to. It's a wake up call, but it's a it's a, it's a a needed wake up call. There's not a fighter out there. Anderson Silva had like seven losses in his yeah. first like twenty fights or something. But like she, she was saying, that's earlier in your career where it was a little bit more accepted. Now, yeah. if you get to four or five losses, your career's over. Well, sense. also, Marina yeah. also because of who your friends with and associated with, the spotlight was on you. Like I've never seen it before. Yeah, but it's somebody. always going to be. It's always going to be. That's I guess people want to bang you. Mm. Not 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 me. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you do have a point there. A, a lot of a lot of people <laughs> ask but me. But no, it's hey, just it's I, just it's it's frustrating because I don't ever view it like that. I'm so used to the pressure. It's just my own development. It has nothing to do with the pressure. So like, who's, who's by the way? Who was that first guy? And you were 19? Who was the first? I'm not... <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> go, go on. Okay, you're... Oh, I almost forgot his name for a second. <laughs> Shit. God damn it. <laughs> so you're saying the pressure? What were you saying? You no, the just the, the, the pressure, it just doesn't really matter to me anymore. Like, I... Like, 
a few minutes ago, I just went on that thread that you said that was up on about me, about my mitt work, and every single fucking comment. There was probably like one positive comment on there. Everything else is like, good thing those mitts don't hit back. Da 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 da. Like all this shit. I've never been dropped in training. I've never been dropped in a sparring match. I've never been knocked out. I've never been dropped from a body check. Nothing. Those people who are saying that. No, I'm just letting you know right now. I'm just making it very clear. I've never been dropped in training ever, ever. You can talk to all of my training partners, all this shit. It's just just very frustrating because, like, I shouldn't have to be – I shouldn't have to feel like I have to make those comments, you know? (laughs) But it's like – People people see that kind of stuff and they're like, oh, she should just stop. No, it's a sport. Like I don't. Number I don't one, get those where... people are would never have the balls. No, to, but to that's do what you do. No, no, it's not even about having balls. I just wish they had the the desire to really know more about it as a sport. But also, here's what happens, right? Let let's say I go on there and, and like defend you, right? I go, listen, Marina's working her ass off. Shit happens. Everybody has a bad day at work. You know, so hers just happened to be on camera. Boom, right? You get fucking crucified. You're white knighting. You're a white knight. You, like you get shit on for having a positive opinion about somebody. Like so, you're like, man, I don't even want to fucking get involved with this. Yeah, so it's, it's either you have a negative opinion or you don't speak up. And it doesn't. <laughs> and it doesn't even matter. Like it doesn't even fucking matter. These people do nothing with their lives. I want to see somebody that writes a comment that act like I want to see if they like actually if they train. I want to see a video of you training. You know, none of these people train. They act like they know what it's all about, and they have—they only want to know. See, That's when it. I, whenever I make millions of dollars, and eventually, hopefully, it comes, um, God willing, it's going but, to. Yeah, right. So when I make millions of dollars, I'm gonna have—you know—everyone has their like little, little little entourage and their little posse. I'm gonna have a computer hack guy that I have hired <laughs> to have the addresses and the names of these people who always are online talking oh my shit. God. And then one summer, I'm gonna take the family on vacation, and we're gonna go stop by all those people's <laughs> Holy houses. Holy shit! Like, that's an MTV this, show. Remember this MTV comment? show? I, 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 I think they had that show already. The Bubba Jenkins. Internet troll well, tour, but you're giving yeah. you're giving them reason to live, and yeah, absolutely, I, and I'm gonna give them a reason to die real quick. As <laughs> <laughs> soon as I catch your ass, and then uh, people will stop trolling me because they don't think I'm gonna show up at their house until I knock on the back window. Like, what's yeah. up, motherfucker? They would love that. Those people, they would, they would, they, they'd you know. be like, oh shit, I'd be waiting for people to shit on their pants. Like, I've never seen, a, I've never seen talking? a, you know, what it is a lot of it. A lot, uh, this is so much of it, Marina. Number one is like, there's that, like the the Ronda hate is so strong. Oh no, no, no I'm not. Real. You don't have to explain it to me. Here's the thing is. It's real. It, it doesn't. It doesn't need to be explained to me. I don't need to. I don't need to be made felt better about the situation. I feel good about the situation. I'm very secure with who I am. Th- that's all that matters. And I have evolved so much as a human being. And I'm just so grateful that I, I've realized that there's so much more evolving to do. These people are so fucking small minded. They don't. They don't see. They don't see that. Yeah. So I can yeah, only but- wish that upon them. <laughs> that's all. Well, listen. You troll me, I'm coming to whoop that ass. Yeah, get it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just what, say I'm going to put you guys, money. You guys should train together. No, when I, when I'm when I'm able to wrestle, I would absolutely love yeah. to come train. And you're going to help coach not the next week, the week after, right? Not this, not tomorrow. Not hopefully. Tom- yeah, no, hopefully not next, next week, week. week. No, next week I have. I'm doing Scott Bayo's. Uh, so probably thing. never. No. <laughs> <laughs> In two weeks. In two yeah, weeks. no, we'll we'll get it done. Yeah, don't don't play hooky this time. I'm not playing hooky. <laughs> Have you seen my car? No, I have not. Yes, you have. I have not. I, don't, I haven't. Paid I just reached one hundred thirty thousand miles. One hundred thirty thousand miles on my Honda. Right. Yeah. 
And who knows what the backseat has reached. <laughs> Listen, so... Um, <laughs> Did that even make sense? Like, I don't know. Why are you to... laughing? <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because I'm a guy. Yeah, exactly. The only two other my men... Wand, my mind like, wanders. Because <laughs> we're fucking idiots. Listen. Oh uh, the backseat's driving. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had sex in the backseat of a car? All right. Okay, me too. Man, that was I my ha- hotel room in high school. Really? So we know that you lost your virginity either in high school or I mean, before. I was, I was the captain of the football team, captain of the wrestling team. Prom, so are you trying to tell us you were a big deal? I was a big so deal all the in high players. school. <laughs> he all the football players, all the wrestlers. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I, I would say eighth grade you lost virginity. No? I don't know what you're talking about, man. Oh, come on. You can't. I, your wife knows. Your wife never asked you? Oh, my wife knows, yeah. I mean, Why doesn't she come on the show? Can she, we do a Colin? She, she's been yeah, here before. She, we could do a Colin. She's, so, she's so sweet, but she gives me this look like, "What are you doing to my husband?" <laughs> <laughs> no, my this is like, like his only time to get out of the house. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be bad." Talk about fucking shit. <laughs> no, it's darling, like, I would never say anything like that. Like, yes, I'll be raping that ass in the back seat. <laughs> Bubba's calendar is like is like train, uh, seafood, uh, whatever. <laughs> what Salmon. Pokey, uh, yep. and then yep. church, and then fun here, and, then, and and his wife is like, "Why is he having so much fun with those people?" <laughs> Two no, hours we, every we week. Would, we would do a call in. It'd be awesome. Call that my would wife be, up and be so like, what are you doing? fun. It'd be, it'd be hilarious. We should all do a call in. There should be. We should come in and then have someone we call. Like you know, what, what do they used to do? The question: Who wants to be a millionaire? Phone a friend. Phone a friend. Phone a friend. We're gonna have a phone. <gasps> Hashtag friend phone episode. a friend. We should have your. We should call your wife to ask questions about like how when you lost your virginity. Like right. She probably went. Tell you, she'd probably call it dodgeball. She probably she knows the game of dodgeball. She invented it. (laughs) Watch, she taught me the reasoning behind it. (laughs) They're like about to get it on, and she's like. Dodgeball. Does she, does, she, does she listen to the podcast? Yeah, sometimes she does. A lot of times, um, you know, she, she, she would ask me how, when I go home right now, she's going to be like, so how's the podcast? Oh, it was this. Eh, it was we'll see about that. <laughs> right, right. I'll, it depends on how excited I am about it. Will yeah. she listen? Oh, like- today we had TJ Dill show. It was awesome. Oh, okay. Well, we talked about sex. Oh, oh, did you? I felt like Andrew reports. And she already listened to it already. She's like, so, how was the podcast? She's already Bubba. here. She has like little wires. <laughs> no, it's awesome though. So listen, people, that is our show today. Uh, I want Great show, baby. Great show. Uh, I will be in Canada all week at the comic strip in Edmonton at the West Edmonton Mall, the biggest mall in the world. I will be there telling jokes. In the world, you sure? In, in the, the whole world. world. Biggest mall. They Man, have, I went to Dubai and they had literally an ocean in the middle of their their mall. Like they had an ocean in the mall, bro. It was it was <laughs> okay. It was one of the biggest fish tanks. <laughs> it, literally, they had was they it had, a moat? Maybe no. It was. I was in Dubai. You know how like I was this, in Dubai and I was at the mall. <laughs> and there was and an every ocean. floor from every from every floor and every uh, store in the mall, you can see this this. Aquarium, obviously, it wasn't the right. ocean, but they had sharks in it. They had other fish in it. I'm, I lie to you not. It's, it was one of the biggest malls in the world. That's how they keep black people from the mall. <laughs> <laughs> but it put a water in the middle of it. <laughs> but uh, you, you could like, you know, you saw people swimming in it, and they had guides and stuff. I mean, it was crazy. It, I lie to you not. Check so it out. That's you know. where I'll be. I'll be in the second biggest mall, other than one that. Bought <laughs> Uh, but I, uh, where are you going to be, Tyler? I'm going to be at the Ha Ha Comedy Club in North Hollywood, California, Friday and Saturday night this week. Marina, Woo-hoo. where can people find you? Uh, MMA or MMA. Uh, Marina Shafir everywhere. Yes. And 
don't look for me at my coffee shop because that's creepy. And um, I'm going to be doing a lot of swimming in the ocean because that's my therapy. I get to go watch training and jump rope for like hours. And yeah, that's my life right now. All right. Yeah, that's where you can find me. Listen, awkward. Okay, and, uh, and and Bubba, you <laughs> creeping on Mich- Marina at her coffee shop. That's where I'll be. No, um, you can find me on tipafighter dot com. That's where that's where you can. And when's your fight? My fight is November twentieth. I'm gonna beat the hell out of Jordan Parkinson's. Hell yeah, Jordan you're gonna Park- beat the hell out of him. And uh, guys, so uh, drink. Where are your fight? Where is the fight? Oh, Thackerville. I don't know where that. Thackerville. I think it's in I'm Oklahoma. Gonna, I'm gonna oh, find out. Man, I keep awesome. saying I'm gonna find out, but then I don't. I try to because I, after I learned from the champion Cormier, I try not to consume my life. Don't go to the wrong Thackerville fight. though. That would suck if you show up to the wrong. Are you, they gonna send me that? Are you gonna yeah. fly us all out for the fight? We can be like the tip of fighter street squad. <laughs> yes, I, I'm gonna do that, Tyler. Ball. All right, it, let's do but it. But I doubt you'd be able to get out of the house with the, the new baby. Yeah, really. Uh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you check out Camara Coffee. K M E R A K O F F E E dot com. Use promo code MMA Roasted Camara Coffee become the legend as well as tip a fighter guys tip a fighter these fighters work their asses off every week so we could be entertained and have lives and enjoy it so make sure you uh, you go to uh, tip a fighter and thank you Sean American Icon Autographs A-I-A-S-E dot com the best sports celebrity memorabilia and events uh, thank you guys next week I'm also in Minnesota Minnesota next week at Rink Brunson's Rick Brunson's House of Comedy If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleisinger. Schleisinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years. One of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you.